hey, hey, Mr. Young, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a real big fan of of the show. Um, do you have any t- tag lines? No, fuck you. Get out of here. Don't show your face in my house again. Damn. <laughs> Complete overreaction. <laughs> the other option was just sign it. Hello, governor. <laughs> Do you have any taglines? <laughs> Poppycock. <laughs> Poppycock. <laughs> Poppycock. Yeah, I, I, I have two. Watch out for the ripper. <laughs> I have two. Um, when the Hollywood dream becomes a nightmare. Boo! <laughs> so obvious. So that's like day two of being here. <laughs> when the streets of Hollywood will reek of piss <laughs> every day just right now no I swear it's that plant Spider-Man almost kicked my ass for taking a picture of him and not paying him <laughs> when the Hollywood dream becomes a nightmare lame <laughs> and all he wanted was an autograph that's actually pretty good I mean, he wanted a lot more. He wanted a lot more. And we'll get into it as to why this character is the ultimate villain of the story. (laughs) With a budget of $8.5 million and a reported box office gross of $3,153. Excuse me, what? $3,153. Oof. Okay, so... Uh, that the only information that I could actually find was that the three thousand one hundred fifty three was from fifty two theaters that had it on opening day. Oh, and two people watched it in each theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with going full retard, nails through the nose, star stalking, bird bath bludgeoning, multiple B and E's, blood tasting, ear cheese sniffing, Jason Voorhees cameos. Fingers shotgun blasted off. Shotgun ear tinnitus. Eyeball stabbing. With one death in total, a 4.9 on IMDb, an 18 Metacritic score, and a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's 2019's The Fanatic. Let's drop some bombs. I'll rip them off and run them blind, those dirty sons of bitches. And by the way, the women are always saving the men around here. You might want to think about changing the name to ex-women. I'm the devil. I'm here to do the devil's business. I can't talk too long. I gotta poo. This is not gonna work, you know, because I'm a Capricorn and you're fucking nuts! Because they're vampire hookers. Yeah, they're vampire hookers. away the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth my name is jonathan young joining me inside the studio as always is the ghost of devon sawa's past it's oh. tyler Rowe. <laughs> ghost train ghost train <laughs> what is ghost train i want to see that movie you want to know what ghost train is actually interesting Wh- enough what what it's actually the uh european title of toby hooper's funhouse what 
Mm-hmm. Because really? a, a ghost train is a fun house. Is a fun house that you sit in that drives through. Oh, well, you just sucked the joke out of what Ghost Train could have been. Yeah, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the reference they're making. I don't think Fred Durst is that smart. But. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bonds Away. If you're a first-time listener, uh, we are the B-Movie comedy podcast that rips on cult classics, bad movies, and everything in between. Uh, so, this movie... is definitely in the bad category. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came out last year to no one's like wanting right that's right welcome to fuck it's february (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, this um it's an entire month dedicated to some of the worst things that happened in 2019 yes yes um i'm very excited there was think back to how many good movies there were and we probably could have just done a a month just on those because there's only like four yeah, <laughs> but last we've year, already done one on this show. Yeah, last year was a rough year for uh, for like good movies. Speaking of, go check out Avengers pregame and then Endgame one and two episodes. Yeah, hell yeah! I thought we were talking about good movies from last year. Damn, Damn. you know you love that movie. I've reflected on it. I changed my. <laughs> you mind. reflect on so much and it's then flip flop. It's fun, but it's not. It's I wouldn't say it's. Great. So we have enough material then for you to actually go back and we could do every episode again and you'll flip flop. Damn, that's mean. (laughs) Yeah. You know what, guys? Tiptoes is a great movie. Hell yeah. Actually, it is. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. The Fanatic. Yeah. Directed by Fred Durst. Ooh. Director of The Long Shots and education of charlie banks yes he's done quite a bit yeah Um, if that name sounds familiar to you and you're like i don't know those movies that is fred durst lead singer of limp biscuit yeah the lead singer who did that mission impossible 2 theme song oof (laughs) i love how we quote everything except like the song yeah um uh, this wasn't a movie I keep wanting to sing Ball with the Ball, but that's Kid Rock. Ball with the Ball! Yeah. <laughs> no, right? it's, it's Equally Nookie. as shitty. Nookie. Yeah. And, um, roll. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Ah, keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> now I know why you want to hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> that's more Limp Bizkit than I know. That's that Mission Impossible one. Oh. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, okay, we get it. It's no wonder they had to bring uh, like new directors in to fix that whole like series of films after that. <laughs> that was the John Woo masterpiece. You know, someone said he's really good, and I'll go ahead and say I don't know about I that. I think one. that guy was a dove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, this movie was wild. Uh, it stars John Travolta. Yeah. Um, playing. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. You're gonna do it now. Okay. We're gonna say. The main there's a lot of things wrong with John Travolta's um performance. Uh one of them, I think, through editing magic, we should insert the Editing it, is horrible in this, by the way. Oh yeah, it's bad. But in our episode through editing magic, let's insert the now infamous Kirk Lazarus line from Tropic Thunder describing what is wrong with That's this right. performance. Set in the stats, but you can. We both get one, one, one pass. No, I'm saying it. we just play it because I'm not going to say the word. Whoa, what? You want me to actually play the clip? Yeah. Oh, I can do that. 
You're serious? You don't know. <laughs> Everybody knows you never go full retard. What do you mean? Check it out. Dustin Hoffman, Rayman, look retarded, act retarded. Not retarded. Cat two picks, cheated cards. Autistic. Show. Not retarded. You got Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Slow, yes, retarded, maybe. Braces on his legs. But he charmed the pants off next to him. He won a ping pong competition. That ain't retarded. And he was a goddamn war hero. Right. You know any retarded war heroes? You went full retard, man. Never go full retard. You don't buy that? Yeah, Sean Penn, 2001, I am saying. Remember? Went full retard. Went home empty-handed. Yes, as Robert Downey Jr. in blackface put it, that's exactly what's wrong with this role. But, wait... I said it in the stats. I know. You went hard R. I had to. It's okay. Uh. But here's here's where I wanna I wanna open the veil. <laughs> it's like no you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um Pandora's box is open. You can't put Pandora back in the box. You wanna uh open the hat like at the at the Grammys. That yes. guy with the shade hat. Yes. Um <laughs> This film mm-hmm. is not only bad, but it is so offensive in its portrayal of a person on the autism spectrum and the reason i say it's offensive and and less harmless than let's say the role that they are kind of making fun of in tropic thunder with like i am sam right is john travolta's now um passed away son was autistic okay he knows Mm-hmm. How an autistic person acts. Who's to say that, that that that's not where he was pulling this inspiration from, dude? <laughs> what this is like questionable at I best. Don't, I don't know. I don't know. Be, okay, okay, I'm I'm trying my best to be as sensitive. <laughs> I'm trying to defend John Travolta. Okay, because because I don't think that he's doing that bad of a job. I think. I think what's happening here is that like the material he's given because I th- these moments where he's like talking to himself and stuff like that I feel like are highly ad-libbed. And yes. I feel like that's where some of the best material in this movie is. But like as a person who has experienced what it's like, do you think he at one point could have been like, "Oh, but that's not what it's like." You know what I mean? Possibly. It's just it's it's it it allow so but here's also, the thing is, also you you are describing you are uh not soapboxing here by the way i'm <laughs> just saying you are automatically kind of targeting what you think his diagnosis is who said he was autistic i mean yes and no it, i mean he could have been just dropped on his head because you know <laughs> seriously that flashback he seems pretty normal he don't even look like himself. He don't got that bowl cut. <laughs> he just looks like one of the Stranger Things kids. We'll get into that flashback too because it, it opens up an interesting thing that what this movie he actually was just Charlie is. Kelly and his mom was fucking. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying. I have I have friends who have who have siblings who are on the um the farther end of the spectrum uh in in the non functioning section and they don't act anything like this. So what I'm saying is this is like a like a fourth grader's portrayal of banging their hand on their chest and trying to bite their ear, that thing that people used to do. Speaking of ears, Jesus Christ. Yes. So okay, one of his character uh, uh, characteristics 
uh, in this movie is that this character will reach up behind the back of his ear, rub it a little bit, and then give it a nice sniff. Yeah. Sniff, sniff, sniff. That's what I'm saying. It's just like this is this is wild. Now, the reason why I wanted to say about the fact that his portrayal is borderline offensive is because I have no qualms about making fun of how he's acting in this film because it okay. is not indicative of anyone with a mental disability. Cool. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I wasn't trying to soapbox, but, like, nobody acts like this, nope, so nope. we get to make fun of him for it. Okay. You know? Yeah. I do – okay – not to this level, though. Not to this extreme. But I did know somebody who was on this kind of space cadet level. No, that's what I'm saying is everyone knows someone who kind of acts like this, but this heightened thing is what makes it fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen I Am Sam? Yes. Yeah, he's not getting an Oscar for this one. I love <laughs> I Am Sam. I know, it makes me cry. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. You yeah. seen Simple Jack? <laughs> simple jack damn yeah so okay yeah let's get into it yeah let's do it so uh first off is the fact that we are introduced to a quote from one of our two lead characters which is weird because i don't even know who this fucking person is right off the bat yeah i was like i don't remember that quote from like history yeah and also i think that might be a real quote do you think so? Yes. Okay. I think the quote actually is, you're a fan without me, you're nothing. Okay. So, I mean, that makes more sense than, you know, what we got. But, so we're introduced to this quote, and it is from Devin Sawa's character, who is is playing, uh, how do I put it, um, a movie star. How do I put it? Uh, he's playing a movie star, and the quote, basically is very straightforward you're my fans without you i am nothing right so which actually isn't even the quote because the quote used in the film is you're a fan <laughs> without without you i'm nothing right because <laughs> right directly talking to our main character right and immediately so uh, little things that people might not know about me. When I first touched down here in California, within the first six months, I immediately enrolled in uh, the Art Institute of California. That was a mistake. Are you talking AI? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Right? I almost went there. Yeah. Everybody falls for the trap, you know? So thought I was going to do directing. Uh, was in it for almost a year, right? And within this time, yes. Hollywood Boulevard is most definitely probably a shooting ground for yourself eventually. Yeah. Right? And immediately I'm looking at this film and I'm like, this looks like something I made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie, uh, it's a mess. Yeah. Uh, and not even uh, as we were talking about character-wise or story-wise or writing-wise or acting-wise or literally technically-wise, this film is a mess. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't know what it wants to be. Like one moment, it's it's a it's a thriller. The next moment, it's a little bit of a like dark comedy, and then the next moment, it's waking life with all these fucking chalk drawings. Yeah, those are weird too. Because that's that's <laughs> what the, the credits start with is these these drawings that supposedly our main character, whose name is Moose, and there's never any explanation of why his name is Moose. It's just Moose. Well, Jerry Garcia just drew these before he died. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, it's like they never even show him drawing them. No, it's like, oh, those are Moose's drawings. Are they Moose's drawings? Yes. Oh, they're supposed to be Moose's drawings. Yes. Oh, I didn't know he that. He draws for See, a second, and they're like, yeah, that's Moose's drawings. Remember? 
Huh. Yeah, it's really dumb. I miss that because to me, I was just like, this is just one of those weird street artists that draw on a on a piece of chalk out there on Hollywood Boulevard. Also, it's the same art style from my favorite video game, um, Hotline Miami, which if anyone's played it, you know what I'm talking about. I'll bring up a picture for you in a second. Just uh, That's fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> Not for anybody else. Uh, we'll, we'll do like a side-by-side comparison or something okay. in a post or something okay, like okay. that. So... Yeah, um, basically, we have our main character, like we said, that's Moose, and he goes into this kind of, like, collectible store, and immediately he's just like, hey, can't stay too long, I gotta poo. See, and I did laugh at that, and that's that's why I'm saying is, is why this portrayal, I'm glad we got to this point, is why this portrayal is offensive in itself. Because I am Sam, you're not – the way he's acting – He's endearing. Is it for laughs? No. And everything that Moose does in this film that is supposed to play into his character being on the spectrum is played for laughs. Yeah. Literally, yeah, he walks in the first thing he it's says, almost, I can't talk for long, I have to poo. Yeah, it's, it's almost as if this movie was directed by a rock band. and Like a really shitty, <laughs> offensive rock band. Yeah. It's almost it's almost like this movie was directed by a guy in a red hat and <laughs> who says shit like rolling 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 rah! Well, I was talking about other guys in red hats. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just completely insensitive. Yes. Right? Um yeah, okay. I can see the the art style and what you're saying. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like I don't know, that the going back to these chalk drawings, it's just like I don't know if Picasso had a stroke. I and, think he um, did. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, so he goes into a collectible store, and uh, this character... I mean, not Picasso, Van Gogh. God damn it. That's important. <laughs> <laughs> like, Picasso's just a bunch of, like, it, like eyeballs on top of cheeks and stuff. Like, yes. that doesn't make any sense. No, guys, this these chalk drawings look like Van Gogh. Like, yes. uh, Starry Starry Night kind of shit. Yeah. Um, this character who he talks to, the owner of this, like, collectible store... Now, no one gives a good performance in this movie. This poor guy just puts up with a lot of shit but from this But boy, guy. howdy, this guy is the worst actor <laughs> in this movie. I kept being like, is it, I kept having to be like, that's not Fred Durst, but this guy could be him. I do like, this is our first time we see Moose smell his uh, ear, right? And I do like this guy, like mid-conversation, he's like, yeah, yeah, so you And he's like, oh, come on, god damn. Like, his face is just like, oh. You know, it's it almost feels like, there was maybe one step in the script writing process process where John Travolta was like, hey, you know what? A person on the spectrum wouldn't do that. That's too weird. And I think because everyone's disgusted by him sniffing the back of the ear, it's like it was originally written that he like itched his balls and smelt his fingers. Because, yeah. like, <laughs> Dog, you all know we do that. <laughs> Get that good whiff. Yeah, and we're like, that's me. Uh. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yep. Like, the disgust that this guy feels for this guy itching the back of his ears as if he was like... <clears throat> That's that good ball smell. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Pat it on your neck. It's a good cologne. Come on, everybody smells their smells. <laughs> everybody loves their own brand. That's not even that's not even like in this in the spectrum. That's just like hey, you ever you ever just be like, That's my lip. <laughs> <laughs> what? I can't smell my lip. Your beard, you know? I can't smell you know, that. Just just do that move. Just scrunch up lips. I think you're stanky. Yeah, that's a stanky lip. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> um the 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 shop owner 
which I thought this was like a comic shop because I've been in a million of these stores mm-hmm. that look just mm-hmm. like this. It was like I was looking for the Warhammer standee to be like, hey, there's a Warhammer there. I wonder what kits they got. <laughs> Stupid. I, I wonder what uh, discount off of MSRP they offer. <laughs> but um, it's a collectible store. They don't have cl- any collectibles in it. <laughs> He's like, but I got Ghost Train. He's like, Ghost Train? That movie was horrible. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. I'm actually connecting to this character. I want to see Devin Sawa's Ghost Train. You have just hit something that I was going to talk about later. The most interesting part of this movie is, is the movie that Devin Sawa is in that you see for like 30 seconds. Oh, like Los Vampires it's, or it's something? Space Vampires. Space Vampires. Yes, that's the best part of this movie is the fake movie in it that's in it for 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. The I want to see Devin Sawa's like, oh, the, this is the career that we never got. <laughs> like, yeah. Space Vampires ghost train who knows how his career would have turned out if he didn't die off screen in the second final destination <laughs> in an exposition dump by ali larder who knows if he like if he didn't die as a young child and come back to haunt christina ricci maybe he would have had a career is that him casper he's the voice of casper he is the little boy as when he manifests as a real little boy no fucking way yeah dude they're they're dancing in the dude. We gotta do Casper again. I didn't know me. that was him. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. When they're floating in the middle of the floor and all the kids are just standing around, being like, "The fuck." What? Yeah. Devin Sawa. Also, Idle Hands. I love Idle Hands. Yeah. Though. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. Jessica Alba. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? And and Seth Green. Yeah. With and, a, with and a the, bottle in his head. And the guy from uh, Daredevil. Uh, sure. Oh, Froggy. The, that's right, yeah. Froggy. Foggy. Is it Foggy? It's not Froggy, like from fucking... He looks like the, Froggy. The Little Rascals. His name... Hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I got a lizard. <laughs> yes, I remember him. So, um, yeah... I just I would love to see what Ghost Train is like. What is that? Is that the train underneath the New York subway from Ghostbusters Two? <laughs> <laughs> um, but so this collectible Ghost Train it'll rail you. This, <laughs> this 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 collectible shop is very clearly not a collectible shop. Ghost Train Choo Choo chooses you. Boo! <laughs> that's just a Simpsons joke. Is it? Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. The Valentine. Shut up. Um. It's a. Uh, it's very clearly not actually a collectible shop because every movie's collectible shop has at least one gremlin that was used in the film <laughs> inside of it because there's like a million of those out. And there's always just a like a beat up like original X wing without the cockpit or the stickers on it yes, anymore. Yes. Yeah. So um, every he, collectible shop. He um tells him that uh. Oh, well, God, he basically name? he tells him that okay, Hunter Dunbar, Dunbar, not That's Hunter Biden, <laughs> Hunter Dunbar, Hunter Dunbar is Devin Sawa's character, yes. and Hunter Hunter is going to be signing at, a book, signing at a signing at this store the next la- day later, right? So he's like, oh, like I got this three hundred dollar vest, no, from no, no, Space Vampire. Hold on, hold on, you need to hold there for a what? second because a confusing thing happens in this because mm-hmm. I genuinely had to go back because I was so confused. Okay, Hunter Dunbar is going to be doing a signing the next sure. night. Sure, he's going to be signing his new book he just wrote. Mm-hmm. Moose John Travolta asks the guy, "Is he going to be signing anything else?" And he says, "No, only his book." Right. Hey, by the way, here for for buy his vest that you've always wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you literally just told the guy, no, he's not signing anything else other than the book, and now you're like, I'm going to manipulate this mentally handicapped man into buying this vest that looks like shit. Welcome to uh, the whole movie. Even, even the girl. Hey, don't try to get me to feel bad for this character. I won't. Because he's a piece of shit. I mean, yes. And the ending of this movie is confusing, Every to say the least. Every single person in this film is a piece of shit, except for that poor maid. Except for one person. The gardener. No. <laughs> I will stand by the Hunter Dunbar's character is actually not that bad. Okay. We'll get to it, and we'll, we'll get, get through to it. it. Okay. So, the guy who owns the store has a vest that says Rico on the back of it. It's been embro- it's been bedazzled. That's yeah. apparently a movie costume prop from Hunter Dunbar's film Space Vampires. Moose wants to buy it. Looks like just like something I would see in Space Vampires too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something from the Warriors. Yes. And um he wants to buy it and he's like, "You know I can't afford that. I only get $300 a year?" <laughs> yeah. I mean, but when we find out what Where's his that job money on, coming from, <laughs> like, no, when we find out what his job is, that kind of makes sense. How does he afford his apartment? Leah, does she pay his bills? Dude, I think they live together. I don't think they do. You don't think so? They live in a. She lives in a car. No, she does not live in a car. <laughs> There's a scene where that she's is, like sleeping in her car. That is not her sleeping in a car. You missed it. They live together? No, she doesn't sleep in a car. She was doing paparazzi work. I know. I just thought she was sleeping in her car. Oh. I thought she was a homeless paparazzi, which is most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to L.A., guys. Yeah, they sleep outside Kanye's house. <laughs> Good morning, Kanye. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to let you get back to sleep, but here's some shots of me. <laughs> so, um... Yes, so there's a lot to be asked about that, but so basically he tells him eight, like he sells him eight hundred dollars, and he goes, "You know, I only have three hundred a year." He's like, "All right, three hundred. Maybe he meant like three hundred extra. I don't know. He there's... just says three hundred a year. There's a lot in this script that's left to be explained. Yeah. So he buys it. I mean, he does sing the lyrics, "You shake my head and you rattle my head." Yeah, that is pretty <laughs> funny though. I do love that part. <laughs> it's kind of endearing. <laughs> Isn't it though? Yeah. You say my name and you read up my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> so he buys the vest, and this is another kind of endearing moment about the character because it's not trying to make because it's something that you could see someone on the spectrum doing. The endearing moments are something that you could see mm-hmm. where he hits it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He puts the vest on backwards, yeah. and the guy's like, "The vest? You know you're wearing it." But he's like, he's "I like, know I'm wearing it backwards." Yeah, I know because he wants people to see it because he wears a backpack, <laughs> right? And then he rides his little moped Cute. with a bicycle. He takes helmet. a selfie. Yeah. Right. And then, um, uh, he, I don't, I'm really confused here. Does Moose just drive around in circles? Yes. Because this whole credit sequence is it... him going around the same street. <laughs> yes. I yeah. noticed that he too. He passed, he made a left hand turn and passed the same roll up door three times. <laughs> Because you know what it is? This is a, a movie about Hollywood for people who have never been to Hollywood. <laughs> this is a movie in which it's like, you've seen the like intro title of Entourage, right? <laughs> oh, also. Oh, yeah! It literally starts with edgy narration. We forgot this. Like, as if Rorschach is doing it from I the top totally of a building. Forgot. After okay. witnessing the comedian That's being right. murdered. Leah. <laughs> <laughs> Leah. Right is the narrator of this film, this girl Leah, which we haven't even met yet. 
No, because I was very confused about who she was. Right. In the, like, fucking opening. As soon as she started narrating, I was like, who the fuck is this person? Right? Because the movie's like, um, quote from somebody you've never heard of. Now narration from somebody you don't know. And she says, the accumulated filth of all their sex and murder will foam up their waists. Wait, 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 wait. All the and politicians will look up and shout, save us. And I'll whisper, No. What are you talking about? That's Rorschach. <laughs> That's what she sounds like in the beginning. Because <laughs> she says, L.A., it'll chew you up and spit you back out. And it just shows a homeless man on the street. Maybe if the machine can learn to love, maybe we can too. I can't talk about that, the poo. Come with me if you want to poo. Uh, <laughs> now who's the douchebag, you jack douchebag? <laughs> <laughs> so he drives down the same street several times, and <laughs> chill out, dickwad. <laughs> and um, oh, he mentions also to the guy that he's going to a party that Hunter Dunbar is going to be at. Right, and that's why he needs the best. Yes, because he wants to wear it, because he wants it to get signed. Right. So then we find out later that night. Uh, so, so, uh, there's, we, we gotta hit the scene because I was like, yo, Moose, I feel you, right? When he's practicing in front of the mirror on how he's gonna talk to celebrities. Oh my God. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's me too. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mr. Dunbar. I, I love all your films, e- even the bad ones. This is like what he says. <laughs> hi, hi, Robert Brian Wilson. I really like you. You have a really cool Santa Claus. That was me. Hi, um, sorry, I forgot your name <laughs> from Scream Factory. Come on down. <laughs> Nobody heard that though. Only people in the room. I cut it out. You cut it out. I you did bitch. cut it out. I didn't want to embarrass Justin twice just in case he wanted to share it. <laughs> yes, folks. If you don't know what I'm talking about, when my when I interviewed Robert Brian Wilson and Justin Beam on uh, Silent the, Night Deadly Night One, the yeah, first night. the bonus bombs of Silent Night Deadly Night One, I straight up was just like. Yeah, welcome Robert Wa- Brian Wilson, the star of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, cool, right? And then I was like, and this other guy. Sorry, I forgot your name. <laughs> I did not meet him before we went on stage. And uh yeah, t- that was embarrassing. But no, I, I literally took the audio from the second night where I got his night his name right. And you cut it in? Yeah. You're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's and, and I do like the part where he's like, hi, Mr. Dunbar. Oh, call you Hunter? Okay. Hi, Hunter. <laughs> so, but I'm, I, I was like, I, I just, I identified with this. Like, or well, just, that's a normal person thing. Everybody, dude, you know, you shower talk. I do. Carly makes fun of me all the time for it. <laughs> I literally, not in the shower, but I run through every possible scenario of what I think is going to happen. <laughs> Cause you know me, I'm a fucking whistleblower. So I'm always prepared for what someone might say. I got 50 million, like, if they say this thing to me, this is what I'm gonna say back. So like, I'm and, just there. But then when it happens, you're like, they never said that! <laughs> whatever, what, no. ac- whatever actually happens, you're like, they never said that when we rehearsed it! No, 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 no. I have so many in my head that I'm ready for it. You got that one too. They're literally huh? even like, even if they're like, Tyler, the mothership is here, and a UFO lands, I, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> she, she never said no in my ways. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is when we find out that he actually indeed is not invited to this party, that he's breaking in. Right. 
And this is where we meet Leah. Who is 10 years old? <laughs> it's like a fucking child he hangs out with. <laughs> ah, cool. It's really nice for you to hang out with Ellen. <laughs> Paige. <laughs> so she's a... Uh, Did I get that right? Yeah. Yeah, cool. She's a young-looking raven teen with a nose piercing. Ah, yes. You know one. We all know one. Mm-hmm. Anna Paquin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just but basically, no gap in her teeth. Damn, man, she's a horrible rogue. Who cares? <laughs> um, she's good in that movie where you see Harry Keitel's penis. Oh no. Um, yeah. So yes, absolutely. I was like, oh, cool. We're about to watch like Hard Candy too. <laughs> and um, um, also, uh, so <laughs> she's invited to the party as a paparazzi, which is like, huh? But. She's not invited as a she paparazzi. Has a, she has a press badge. Mm-mm. She works at that restaurant. Oh, I thought she had a press badge, but it's a badge for her to be there. Right. Oh. Something like that. But but then also, you know what? I might have to correct myself here because she does go home after this and gives him an entire spiel about being like, this thing around my neck is the most important thing. It's how we get money. No, she is. She's she's there right. as a press person. Right. Yeah, she's not there as that. Th- so, oh, okay. so here's what's crazy is she's like, God damn it. The, we're going to we're going to jump forward just so we can jump back to me. Yeah. She's like, this thing is so important to me. You need to like act professional around these people then why would you let meanwhile, a special person in no meanwhile let me help you infiltrate through the back of the restaurant by lifting you over a fence yeah also hey fred durst no fucking way did that girl help lift john travolta over a fence john travolta's fucking 285 pound ass over that fence hey man but maybe i put on a little bounds <laughs> He touched my hair. <laughs> Sandy, you can't walk out of a drive-in movie. That's <laughs> my favorite Travolta quote of all time. I'm taking a shit and then I die. That's Pulp Fiction. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, um, the critics put out the hit on Gotti. Um, he, she lifts him over this fence, which is like, this girl looks like she's probably about 120 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> I was in a movie with a talking baby twice. <laughs> <laughs> and a talking dog for the third one. I don't know why he's Bill Cosby. I always gonna him as a talking dog for the third one. Ghost Dad too. <laughs> Ghost Train. <laughs> so um, he gets in. He actually finds out uh, by talking to one of uh, Hunter's co-ho or co-stars in a film that he's actually not there because. Hunter is at his son's play. Why does everybody other than Travolta and him like look like actors that I've seen before, but they're I don't recognize them fully? Like she looks like Thady Newton, but she's not Thady Newton. Yeah, she does. You know? Yeah, and he talks. So he talks to her and he asks her for an autograph. Mm-hmm. And, her but name's he, Amanda. And Amanda. She, she is a celebrity, but she's really nice to him. She's very nice. She is. She is that nice that we all are when we encounter. I know, uh, this someone? kind of situation. Yeah, I know. Um, She's so nice to him, but then he so... starts getting fucking crazy. Guys, let's be real real about this. It's awkward. It is awkward. Anytime, because, like, it's one of those things where you want to carry on a normal conversation, but it's not going to be a normal conversation, you know? It it might be one-sided, which it kind of is in this case, right? Uh, over-complimentary, which it also it is, right? And um, no sense of, like, boundaries, or sense of like uh you know wait wait your turn for a response 
before you just start saying the next thing that you want to say. Yeah. It's all those kind of things, right? So <clears throat> this this woman who must be also being like, well, what, how did you get in here? You know, but also being like very nice about it. And so is the person next to her. Like neither one, neither one is doing that like typical LA like lip curl snarl that you would expect. No, they're very right? nice. And it's great, right? Because it, th- and this is where, this is where I want to put up my kind of, uh, you know, a defense against Hunter. Because here's two people when encountered with him that did their best until shitty John Travolta just went overboard. That's a whole movie. Right. That's why I still defend Hunter. Because he's, as we'll get, he's not, like, kind to the guy from the get-go. Sure. So, um, he gets thrown out because he's being too... Everybody knows you just lie to these people. He's being too... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, we don't lie to you guys. He's just being fanatical. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) So they, they throw him out, and then this is where we jump back ahead to the part where, um, what's her name again? Uh... A man or Leah. Leah is basically being like, "Do you know how important it is to get like a press pass?" And that mm-hmm. is true. It's like you know, if you fuck this up, I will not be allowed into these places. That's right. how I pay my bills. And the fact of the matter is that, like, it seems like she was at least in his house, and it seemed like she went got very comfortable in the fridge and sat Maybe down. Maybe they and do live together. I think they do. And he's she says to him, uh. Oh, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. She says to him in this scene. Um, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Because eh, that's the thing is like they, these character relationships, they're not. Her fully... character relationship as well is so inconsequential until the end. She she matters none. <clears throat> none. She, she matters none throughout the whole movie. Literally, this movie could have been two characters. She Her only purpose in this movie is to connect them. Yeah. That's it. Oh, he says to her. You told me he was going to be at the party. Right. And she's like, I can't control if he's going to be there or not be there. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, thanks. <laughs> she's like... We know. Yeah. So, it's the next day. Signing time. Or we know. We get to see his job first. Yep. Oh! Poppycock! Poppycock! So they very clearly could not afford the type of character that actually shows up on in front of Grauman's Chinese theater. Poppycock! So... He's in the a bathroom practicing his Cockney accent. Yeah. And uh it's not working. I mean it's better than Dick Van Dyke's. It's better than mine. <laughs> Oi, Govna. <laughs> That's the queen, Govna. <laughs> there used to be this uh this Scottish guy, this old Scottish guy we worked with at my old job who uh, sound like groundskeeper Willie. Yep. And anytime I did an impression of him, it was always Cockney. <laughs> it was always just like someone would be like, "Hey, did you go talk to Stuart?" I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." They're like, "What do you say?" He'd be like, he said, "Oi, governor, just be careful of the sprinklers." And I'm like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's in the bathroom practicing his impression, and then you're like, "What is he doing? Is he gonna audition?" And then lo and behold, he's one of those performers in front of Grommans. Okay, so this. As soon as I saw it, I went, I knew it. This all makes perfect sense. Because anybody who's ever been to Hollywood Boulevard knows exactly this entire experience that you see in, like played out in these next scenes. But like I just said, obviously they couldn't afford the licensing to make him look like an actual person you would see out there. Because you don't see a British Bobby cop. You know what? I I have to beg to differ. Because how many times have you been up there? Actually, you do get to see... Marilyn Monroe. 
in mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in an establishing right. shot. How right. many times I've been there? How many times you've been up there? I haven't been there since I lived down here, but I've been there a bunch. Okay, so I happen to I don't know like it's it it's a shitty shitty kitschy place, right? But somehow, when like new people come into town and be like, "Ah, we're coming to visit you" and stuff like that, I always wind up taking them up there because I, I do believe everybody has to see it once, get it out of their system, and then go on with their life, right? So I always bring them up there. Plus, for me, I don't know. There's nostalgia purposes, you know, like uh, I, first time I went there, kind of stuff. I mean, it's Hollywood, right? Um, and and the fact to hear that they're gonna. Did you hear about this new project that they're going to? Um, I think go down to. Only one lane both ways going through and expand the sidewalks and make it more of a shopping, that whole block. Oh, shit. Yeah. More bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, more more, uh, more bathrooms that are coin-operated. Yeah. <laughs> I just meant pee on the sidewalk. Yeah. Like <laughs> everyone else does. <laughs> um, but, yes, when you go up there, y- you run into your normals, like your Superman R.I.P. on that one. Uh, oh, yeah, that guy passed away. Yep. Uh, Batman. You, you, yeah, you're Batman. A million Chewbaccas. Um, sexy cops. Sexy Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Um, Showgirls. Um, guy painted green with hawk gloves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Mickey and Minnie fighting. Sometimes. No, that was in Vegas. Did yeah. you see that video? Yeah. <laughs> that was sick. Sometimes Jack Sparrow. Depending Here, on if a movie's out, maybe Optimus Prime or Bumblebee's there. Here's a, um, while we're talking about these people. A Willy Wonka. Yeah, always a Willy Wonka. But but it's always Willy Wonka from uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Here's a disclaimer for those of you who are hearing this that are not from L.A., maybe haven't been to Hollywood, or you're from out of state. These people will hound you oh, yeah. to the point where it almost seems like they will gut you in an alleyway okay, if you guys. take a picture of them or with them and do not give them any money. Right, you gotta put the dollar in their fanny pack. Because they're not allowed to take money. Right, so that's why Spider-Man always has a fanny pack. Yeah. Because or he doesn't sh- have any pockets. He'll show you his buttholes. He yeah. <laughs> stuff dollar bills in there. <laughs> yes, don't but- like I hear this from people don't all touch the time. Em. Don't touch them. Don't, don't touch them. Actually, don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact with the CD guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's my mixtape. It's my album. It's my album. Right? Some guy tried to sell me his mixtape once in San Francisco, and I was like, "Dude, I don't have any money right now." And he's like, "Oh, come on, man. It's just my mixtape. The other back, it's a double sided CD." I was like, "I really don't." He's like, "The other side has all of Chappelle's show on it." <laughs> <laughs> what a sale! And I was like. That is a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> All of it. Like, Even the lost episode. Three seasons of Chappelle show on the back DVD. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. So, yeah, don't, uh, if, if you, if you take a picture with those people, they will be like, give me money. And if you don't, they will like scream at you. Right. But I have seen to, to further, Back to the movie here is that I have seen like like little professional like I said like sexy cop or like I have seen uh not I've I've seen a French cop I have never seen this but a Bobby uh huh I've yeah. never seen a Bobby but yes I have seen random stuff you know what they failed to get the bucket drummer oh <laughs> And you can hear it from like three blocks over. Yes, because it's just <laughs> echoing down that like marble. Or a saxophone guy. I've I've never seen sexy saxophone guy. No, I'm not there. saying sexy. I'm just saying saxophone. They oh. just sit there and like. 
Okay, okay. Looking okay. like the guy from uh, Lost Boys. <laughs> also, like they added that. Did you see that uh, that cross? Uh, the the four- they have Jesus out there. Yeah, <laughs> they, they do. All those crazy ass people with their yellow signs. And they're too. yelling at you. Sin is coming, guys. This is just the Hollywood Boulevard podcast now because well, it just goes to show how much this movie left to be wanted because well, it wants well, yeah. you to be like oh Hollywood but it's like at the same time it doesn't why not show that lifestyle even more because instead they they show something that I've never seen on Hollywood Boulevard and that's douche magicians they do have magi- magicians I've never seen a magician oh really I used to scout out there for that Beecher's Madhouse I never saw a magician oh. I did hire the bucket drummer though. that's why I brought her up <laughs> so yes um, as he's out there no one wants to interact with him Mm-hmm. But um, there's a douche magician. Yep, and uh, he's got a he's got a black wife beater on. He's uh, he, he kind of looks like the kid all grown up from Spy Kids. He's like a better Chris <laughs> Angel. Uh, better? <laughs> Damn, yeah. you got me. So Chris, a- or Chris Angel, uh, this guy does a trick where he puts a nail through his nose. And then he gets money. Meanwhile, he also has a guy in the audience who's pickpocketing people. And everyone in Hollywood just carries $10,000 in cash in their pockets. Because he takes out the fattest pre-rolled wad of cash out of this guy's back pocket. Oh, yeah. You don't just walk around with stacks on racks? I don't carry the devil's currency. (laughs) I don't carry cash. No, nobody does. Do you know what's the problem with cash? It just becomes smaller forms of cash. Also, can I just bring up, like, the flaw in this idea? Is robbing those people? Well, yeah, you're gonna rob people, and then isn't it gonna be weird when everybody that is like, what a good show, dives into their wallets, and then there's no wallets for the entire crowd? Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, so, um, this magician ain't disappearing anywhere. Yeah. The only <laughs> disappearing like, is my wallet. Yeah. That, that got me dead. That got me done. So. Done. Also, this guy, like, smokes crack. Um, I don't. They, they meet Moose in the bathroom. Or no, he has a falling out with his with his also thief. Also, um, a mascot that I never knew existed, and but I'm really glad that it's in my life now is Cereal Man. Yeah, that <laughs> one's scary. He looked like Powdered Toast Man. Yeah, <laughs> he, he it's just a guy that I guess look is trying to be a superhero, but he's got a cereal box on his head. Yeah. but it's like rubbery. Yeah. Hey, also this is um for all my. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons nerds out there. This is this is why you should play a bard and a thief because you can be the magician and the guy picking pockets. <laughs> you know, they're <laughs> playing the loot while you pickpocket everyone. See now that's impressive. Pickpocketing and playing a loot. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah, because you can like cast a spell to make it look like you're doing it, but you're in the audience and you're, mm, you're picking people's like pockets. Like Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> you don't want none of this smoke. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he has a, the magician has a falling out with his guy who's picking pockets. Um, and the guy's like, fuck you! And yeah. Like walks away. Yeah. Um, I, I do love, I do love this part. Uh, just cause it's a weird line where, uh, Moose is just like, you don't respect the boulevard and you don't respect the fans. Yeah. And I was like, respect the, but is there a Hollywood boulevard code? Yeah. He, no, he, <laughs> the so, code of characters. So the reason that Moose says that. <laughs> I shitty Sylvester <laughs> <laughs> plan. Uh, I do swear to uphold the tips and the tools of the trade from Jimmy Kimmel to the Hollywood Roosevelt. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> we, the Holly, the people of Hollywood, agree not to be out on the street during the Oscars or a showing at the El Capitan. <laughs> From Highland to Sunset, we shall prevail. Um. So the reason why uh, Moose says that to the magician is because now he doesn't have his like his pickpocket anymore. He wants uh, Moose to help him, which is like, hey, dude, I'm sorry, but a six foot three like mentally handicapped man is not the man to be picking people's yeah, pockets. Yeah, I mean, because he's he's uh he's a big kid. He's a big kid. You will feel those hands in your back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like, stop taking my pants off. Because <laughs> like I don't get it. Have we discussed his haircut? I don't want to. <laughs> it's a mullet, it's but an, a bowl cut. It's an awful wig. It really is. It's not a cut. It's not, not as, a real cut. Not as awful as this picture I keep seeing of John Travolta when you Google him. Not not that way. <laughs> uh, John Travolta's bald, for those of you who didn't yeah, know. Yeah, man. He's, he's taking he, a pale in one, two, three bald now, right? Yeah. Or uh, from Russia with or Russia with love or Paris with, Paris with love. Yeah, he looks terrible. Yeah. No, actually, he doesn't look too bad with, like, bald head plus, like, goatee. He like, looks the fine villain. with that. Yeah. But uh, don't let him shave the goatee, too. No. No. Then, then, then that's, uh. Dog, that's just. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this beard. Scientology fucked him up. I, I, it sucked the life out of him. Like, he needs to get one of those cocoon, like, aliens. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's looking rough. Woof. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of salt and pepper. Damn, I just realized him and Kelly Preston have been married forever. Yeah. Yeah, they have. She looks good in the cat of the hat. <laughs> I love that movie. That's weird. I watched it again just recently. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, so at this point, uh, yeah, he says, you don't respect the boulevard and you don't respect the fans. They get into a fight. And then at this point, Moose goes to try to see Hunter at... Yeah. At the back at the collectible shop, and the collect the guy who owns the collectible shop just lets him cut everyone in line. I think it's the idea of like, let me get this guy out of here before he embarrasses me. Yeah, honestly, so- like I, because you know at at that point if if because the guy in front of him seems kind of perturbed, I'd be like, look, dude, when you talk to him for like a minute, you'll understand why I got to get him out of here. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So um, um, yeah, Hunter leaves for a second. Yes, Hunter is called outside by his assistant, and he goes outside. No, it's the owner of the store. He says there's, is it the there's store? a person named blah, blah, blah outside oh, okay. waiting for you. So he goes out, and then Moose is like, he's leaving? And it's like, dude, re- relax. I mean, but first off, it does feel kind of malicious on the point of the collectibles owner, because it's literally right as Moose gets in line. I mean, yeah, but I mean, at the same time, it's just one of those eye-rollingly coincidental circumstances that Moose is there to witness the fact that his idol is walking away right in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like he was... Because that's another thing is like Moose writes a letter in which is kind of a lie later. He's like, I waited in line for over an hour. And it's like, Dude, you put were put right in line. Yeah. And also, so this is when I start defending Hunter's character. Okay. Hunter is out there talking to his ex-wife, mm-hmm. or I think they're going through a divorce. They're not divorced yet. Something like that. Because, and, because I think... But she does say she's going on a date. Because I think his later 
reveal about his transgressions is the reason why there's a divorce. Yes, and she's like, I have a date, and you need to take your son. You were supposed to take him. Right, and he's like, you can't just bring him here to a signing. Yeah. Like, there's crazy people here. Yeah. Without it, him saying that. Yeah, but... and then John Travolta comes out there, and he's like... Hunter, I was waiting in line, and you... And he's like, back off. And yeah. it's like, I totally sympathize regardless with with the what, with the Moose's characterization or anything like that. I sympathize wholeheartedly. Here's, here's <coughs> that line. Here's that weird line for me, okay? I totally sympathize. He's bothering him, right? But you know, as well as I know, especially being in the service industry and all that bullshit, you know exactly how to handle this and how not to handle this. Okay? Yes, but and you know as well as I do that we have we have met people in our travels already in which you're like, "Oh, what a nice person, but I really wish I could get out of this conversation." <laughs> like you can't help it. That's life, right? That's anybody in no, any no, no, situation, no, But I'm still right? defending right. Hunter. I'm, I'm just, just saying like But the- what I'm saying is that the way Hunter handled it after the initial reaction, basically, when when the ex-wife or whatever drives away, was piss poor. Okay, so imagine this, right? You okay. you bring up that you and I are both in the service industry, right? Right, right, right. That's our job, right? After eight hours pass, you're right, and I'm home. After being an actor, it's not your job, but it's also an accepted part of the the industry. But I'm saying it's like if you're being bothered, right? You know what I mean? I I do believe on one side, I don't think. Like actors really need to be defended at all, but I do think that there is an expectation by society and, and by people that those people are there for you. And that's not what I'm putting out there. That's not what I'm putting out there. What I'm putting out there is that his from one to ten blow up here should have been reserved for the second time they met. Well, just imagine if some dude you're you're talking to your wife and your kid, and he just corners you in an alleyway. Right, 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 right. I would blow up too. Right, no. Hold on. Because he he told him to wait, and then he waited, right? And that's fine. He crossed the line, but then he told him to wait, and he did, right? He waited over to the side. Still a little awkward, but he did, right? It's the fact that after that, he approached him. He's my, you know, you're my biggest fan. The way to handle it is like, where's the thing you want me to sign, buddy? Oh, wait, you know, is this when he... He's out on the line, it... and he's like, here, sign this vest. And is this when he signs his shirt? Uh, no. Okay, because I thought that was in this scene. Right. And I was like, oh, wait, that is kind of fucked up. Right. Um, no, it's just the fact where he's just like, could you sign this? And he's like, I ain't signing shit anymore, buddy, because he just got into a fight with his wife, right? And instead of just being like, hey, I can tell that this guy's on some level, right? You can tell by the guy's t- opening his mouth the first time, you're like, this guy's a special guy. Yeah. Right? And so, like, all I'm saying is, to know that, to assess the situation and be like, oh, you're a big fan? Cool. What do you want me to sign? And then get the hell out of there and you don't have to deal with this shit. Yeah. You don't have to deal with the whole rest of the movie, right? But because you, you know, as this character is kind of a douchebag. But he's already mad. Right. You know what I mean? He's, I, he just had like a blow up with his wife. And then totally like, get that. Sign this. Part of me does think also, right? Because... I don't but know. I, I don't I'm like just the saying shop. just be human. Just be a decent human being. Assess the situation. And maybe, maybe you don't die. I don't like the shop owner in this movie. Right? I don't know why you're so focused on the shop owner. He, he did weird. not stood, stand out to me whatsoever. So my only thing is, is that the whole thing about like he's only signing books, right? Right. Like, 
his his thing of being like, I'm not signing anything anymore, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, he probably went in there and signed more books, which is under the agreement. But like, more than likely. But it's like, dude, first off, you're harassing me in an alleyway. Got it. Second off, there was one requirement to get something signed at this thing, and it was buy the fucking book, and you didn't buy the book. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna sign your shit. All could have been handled better. All could have been handled. You should have just shot him right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so he goes home. Uh, by the way, Devis, Devin Sawa, man, looking like Anthony Michael Hall from the Dead Zone nowadays. Damn, but you know what? I thought he looked like shit at first, but he'd be looking good. He buff as fuck. Actually, that, that that was the funny part is like he actually his look changes between like scenes, like whether it's it's when you see him in daylight, you're like, oh fuck, you actually look real good. Yeah, like, he's yeah, buff yeah. as fuck and yeah. hella tatted now. Hell yeah, he's hot. Why am I hell yelling that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. Fuck. His dick's huge. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I want that to be my final destination. <laughs> uh, there Shit. you go. What I wouldn't do with a pair of idle hands. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Damn. <laughs> I'm dead. Just like Casper. <laughs> I don't know what else. Can I keep you? I don't know what other movies he's in. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, just like A Night of Twisters. <laughs> that movie was crazy. It was like a made-for-television movie he was in. It was like Night of the Twisters, it was called. And it was just like, like what if it was Twister, but a lot of them? A malicious <laughs> weather event. Yeah, with a skull face. <laughs> um, He says the line, how about I sign your face with my fist? That's a collector's item you don't want to take home, right? And I was like, yo, that was an escalation that didn't need to happen. Yo, but that's cool as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good comeback. Uh, and, it, it, I mean, it was pretty smart, spot on in, in the in the moment. Yeah, it's like he probably went in back in that room because you know there's like a back room before where he was signing, and he was probably like, "Fuck, that was good." Yeah, <laughs> yes, you fucking told him. God, too bad it was wasted on an R. Oh, <laughs> so because uh, he's just a douchebag. <laughs> so this is when Moose goes back home. Yep. So um, that's that's when you learn that Leah is a paparazzi. Yes. Right, because she's in that car mm-hmm. uh, that you thought she was just taking a nap. She's a homeless person, right? And this is where um... the housing crisis is really out of control. Would <laughs> 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 you mean to tell me a piece of shit paparazzi can't own a home in this economy? <laughs> it's awful. Uh, but you know who does own homes? All the celebrities, Moose, and they've got they've got an app. And the app basically will tell anybody, apparently, exactly where they are. I mean, you could just buy a map off those people right outside Beverly Hills. But I'm not even quite sure if that's real. Do you know what's so funny about this, though? What? The, again, we're going to jump forward to jump back. She gives him this app, right? And expressly tells him, like, don't get in trouble. I don't want you to be labeled as a stalker. Okay, wait, wait how... Did she not see everything that's coming in That's this what movie? I'm saying is then he goes and does stuff and he comes back and she's like, why did you do that? It's like, you literally gave oh. him the means to do that. Right. Also, like, is this some sort of paparazzi exclusive app? 
Because that's what it makes it feel like. Like she's going to be in a lot of trouble too. They're going to take me off the forums. They're going to get rid of my signature. <laughs> oh, I just don't. Yeah, it's it. Her character's weird. The motivations are weird. It's like she wants to cause chaos, and as soon as it happens, she's like, "Oh no!" Right. I do like one of the most LA lines in the movie to me is a. Uh, um, can you believe it? James Franco lives like 15 minutes from my house. He's practically my neighbor. I'm like, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes is neighborly still. Because James Franco would live on the street. Well, but... It... <laughs> 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 uh... Where's Tommy at? <laughs> it's good pie. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. But uh, I, did you notice uh, there are two star homes on the star maps? That uh, did you see two of the celebrities? Let me guess, Fred Durst. No, no, what, that would have been fun actually. Probably. What does it say? Jack Torrance and Tyler Durden. That's right. Carly saw that. Yeah, and she said, "Really? It says Jack Torrance." They literally couldn't come up with a real name. Yeah, especially because like they say a real he name. He says Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, and James Franco. Also, I love that he's very clearly when he's looking at the app trying to find homes. He's not swiping on a phone that had the screen on. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> he's like, wah, 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 wah. he's moving in different directions, and you know the the visual effects artist had to be like, oh shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so he goes out and he he looks for homes. He finds Hunter's home. He, finds he knows home. the address. He starts writing a letter. Yeah, he wants to give him a letter. Uh, basically, it's apologizing for mm-hmm. how he acted, mm-hmm. but it's not. No, it's not an apology at all. It's basically like. <laughs> Hey, you son of a bitch! I waited in line for yeah, an hour, yeah. so it's like literally what a threat people do online all the time. Yeah, yeah. So he goes to his house. Linnea and- Quigley, you son of a bitch! Oh my god! <laughs> no, <laughs> everybody was very upset. <laughs> no, nobody was upset at that. So, but uh, but it's that weird yeah, entitlement that you're right. That's that- what I'm saying. This whole movie, you're supposed to be like, yeah, fuck celebrities, but you're like. No, I this is the type know. of shit why celebrities are the way they are. But that's what I mean. I, this movie, I don't know who to root for. The only person I can root for is the dead maid. You know who this that movie... That poor woman. You know who this that's movie... That's Knives is. Out right there. I know. <laughs> you know who this movie wants you to root for. But you're not going to. Because this person is out of line. Yeah. Like, my whole thing is, is as you were saying, is yes, Devin Sawa... Or his character Hunter was mean to him and by talking to him for a few minutes he would have been like oh this person's not mentally there I should be nice to him but here's the thing nobody regardless of what is going on deserves to be harassed Ever. because because Ever. Here's, I here's, know that and here's here's where I, I talk from some experience actually you I, did some harassing back in the day <laughs> I knew it hey it's a cyan that movie <laughs> Um, no, so... You could just sign my Warhammer figure? Oh my god. (laughs) That would be cool. It's an original. (laughs) You could have original if you wanted to. I can tell you where to get it, but it's not going to be there, because it's the only one. Oh my god, we forgot to fucking mention about the the shirt. shirt. It's it's one of my favorite lines in the movie, aside from the Freddy Krueger line. That's my favorite line. That's my favorite line. uh, So he goes goes to that party earlier that uh, Devin Sawa's character is not at. He's wearing a... It, uh, it, and it's not an it, it's an original in the in the way of like yes somebody on Etsy made it yes and this is again one of those endearing moments where he hits it mm-hmm. this is something this is something I would definitely have, have would say mm-hmm. this is something that that was on the spectrum would definitely say so so um he's wearing a like <laughs> oh, universal monster and the thing, about, and the thing shirt. about a milkshake when yes. he goes to the bar because it's the same guy he says it to 
He goes to the bar. Mm-hmm. And the bartender says, what can I get you to drink? And he goes, a strawberry milkshake. <laughs> and the guy's like, we don't have milkshakes here. <laughs> and, and I can get you a soda. Some of these moments, I'm like, that's adorable. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying is, is, is he hits the mark occasionally where you're like, that, he hit it. Yep. He hit it. Yep. But then you're like, Dude, you didn't hit it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So he says, a strawberry milkshake, and the bartender says, we don't have milkshakes. I can give you soda or, like, a cocktail. Right. And then he's like, oh, I don't want anything. And he's like, that's a cool shirt, right? And he goes, oh, thank you. Says, it's one of a kind. I can I can tell you where to get it, but you go there and it won't be there. <laughs> yeah. And it's like... <laughs> All right, that's pretty endearing. Yep. That's funny. Like, I do like that. Yep. And it's funny, too, because it's only one of those, like, it's like the Universal Monsters, like, pattern that you see at Joanne Fabrics. Yeah, just a, it, yeah, it was just very clearly made. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we forgot about that moment. Yeah, we did. But, um, so now at he's, this, at this point, um. He's standing outside of Hunter's house. Mm-hmm. And here's. Well, the, well not be very, like, there, there's something, it, it, this is just a, kind of back up that whole endearing thing is when he's writing the letter and it's kind of a montage he's saying some things out loud but then he goes ooh I'll draw a picture of the vest yes <laughs> yeah you're like alright and that's like, where I say those are his pictures right okay yeah um, um, so he's standing outside of, of, of Hunter's house and again this movie wants you to think Hunter is an asshole but he's definitely trying to reconnect with his son right through this divorce that's true and so he's out running with his son, and his mm-hmm. son's riding the bike, and he sees this person standing outside of his home. Right. Which I say, his reaction in this moment, except for what he does, because that's not nice, right. but is pretty justifiable. I, I understand this one. This one this one's uh, a parent who's protective, mm-hmm. you know? This one's also, I've told you twice now. And it's the escalation, because do you know what's scary about this? What mm-hmm. I think about in this moment, because I'm a little paranoid when it comes to this kind of stuff. I get I get freaked out by this type of thing very easily. Better get used to it, buddy. Fame. Oh, we're, I we're was being gonna... Casper mattress famous one day, buddy. Oh my god, I was so. gonna. I forgot to say my 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 uh, my reasoning behind my personal experience with this stuff, but I'll say it after this because this plays into it. He has now seen this guy's son before, and uh, in the backseat he... of the car when he comes up behind him. I guess so. You can reason. I didn't even see the son in the car. That's why I was so confused about, like, she, he was like, why would you bring him here? And I was like, I guess I have to piece this together because I couldn't see the son. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, as a person in this situation, you just saw this person before who saw your son as well and he just saw your son here again. Okay. It's like, that's a target for some people. I would be freaked out too. Okay. Yep. So what I was going to say is my personal experience with this, right? At my old job, um, there was quite a few regulars at our park because getting yeah. an annual pass for the park is cheap. It's yep. Universal had had regulars. Yep. And they and they latch to certain mm-hmm. people. This was this was an old lady that would just dance in the front of the park. Just she was the dancing old lady. So yeah. I and and it got weird. But these these people who would latch would go on Facebook, find these people who performed in these shows. Mm-hmm add them on Facebook and stalk them and not leave them alone to the point where we had to start escorting the talent to and from stages. We had to, they all had to start using code names yep. when they were performing. And we started to have to limit meet and greets at the end of shows because people were latching. And uh, someone got waited for in the employee parking lot one time. And I'm talking, this is small beans amusement park. Yeah. That it's scary. That you know is what I mean? Pretty goddamn terrifying. That yeah, 
And it's like, you don't know what any person is capable of doing. Yeah. Regardless of how they are or anything like that. So that's what I'm saying is like, that's why it's so scary in this situation and why I, I kind of sympathize. What were the, um, uh, what's some real celebrity, not Sharon Tate stuff, but you know. Who like, got stalked? Yeah. Is there anybody that's, uh, that's gotten murdered? Not, I don't think murdered, but. I don't think murdered. Someone right. woke up with a person in their fucking house sitting on their bed. Yeah. That, this guy Hunter in this movie. <laughs> but this movie, see, that's why <laughs> yeah. I'm saying it's like, this movie's trying well, that, to play on a real thing. That's why I was thing. asking. I'm like, is, is there anything that we can pull from that, like, this is really referencing? Like, is. Didn't someone get their dog killed because... by a stalker? Didn't someone fucking kill their dog? I don't or is know. that just the Church of Scientology and the lead singer of Mars Volta that I'm thinking <laughs> of? Because that just happened. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. I don't know, but because that's what I'm trying to figure out is that when this movie ended for me, and I know I'm jumping just by saying this, but uh, when this movie ended for me, I was like, "What was it trying to say?" And so, like, wh- I, I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, I don't remember, you know, like any major stalker case. But I'm sure this happens well, here's, to, here's, to people, unfortunately, all the time. Yeah, I just Googled because I was trying to find right. like, scary stalking cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one. This is seventeen, number 17 on a list okay. of 17. Okay. It's just saying that um, Selena Gomez was being stalked in mm-hmm. 2012 mm-hmm. by a man who told her and cops that he had over 50 conversations with a god a day who was telling him to kill Selena Gomez. Ah. Uh. He's not wrong. No, I'm <laughs> I hate Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> it's the devil. The devil. Well, I do know, um, I, I know of one. I know of one. Um, the woman who played Alice from Friday the 13th. Remember? She was stalked after Friday the 13th and thus, like, was scared. And that's why she didn't come back to do Friday the 13th Part 2. And she's only in that first opening scene. Yeah. is because she was literally being stalked after that movie came out. So, yeah. The one that I was remembering now, I looked it up, is um, Sandra Bullock had a stalker who got into her home with a loaded gun. Jesus. And she had to lock herself in a safe room until the cops got there. Damn. So, like, th- what this movie is doing is is actually, now that I've looked this up, the message that this movie pushes at the end is dangerous. Yeah. Is be nice to these people. It's like, no. Like, these people can be dangerous. Yeah. I'm not talking people on a spectrum. Yeah. I'm talking stalkers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, I just want to throw that out there. You, you were like, <laughs> pump the brakes. Um, so, yeah. So, he's at his house. That's terrifying. He now knows where you live. Yeah. Um, so, Devin, uh, or Hunter, uh, is like, why the fuck are you at my house? Yeah. Get the fuck away from me. And he's like, I just want you to read my card. And he's like, and I want you to sign something. I brought a yeah, marker. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And, like, and this is mean, okay? This is genuinely mean. <laughs> is he... I thought he stabbed him. <laughs> I did too. Okay, I thought it was the only one. I was one. like, no, Carly was... She's like, did, you just, did he just stab him and carve his name into his body? <laughs> Because you know what? If this movie was trying to push the message that it was, that would have been the escalation. <laughs> he presses a marker really hard into Moose yeah, and writes his name on his shirt. I knew it was a marker, right? So I was just like, I was like, he just stabbed him in the heart with a fucking marker. <laughs> it's like when they stab that heart with a pencil in From Dust Till Dawn. 
<laughs> I genuinely thought he was like killing him. Uh, I was like, damn, he's bringing Uma Thurman back to life. Yeah. That's what it feels like, John yeah. Travolta. <laughs> I genuinely thought he stabbed him. <laughs> and <like> he <laughs> clear. <laughs> and he writes Hunter on his shirt and shoves him and he's like, get the fuck out of here. If I ever see you here again, I'm going to, I have a shotgun that I'm going to fucking kill you with. <laughs> Devin said, I was like, why are you been a bitch OD in here in my front lawn? <laughs> <laughs> Were you on that plane too? Get away from me. Uh, yeah, so he he writes his name on his shirt, shoves him away, and then he walks away like, uh, and he's crying down <laughs> the street, right? Yeah. I, you know what I'm going to say? I think, maybe, I don't think this actually happened, but here's some brainstorming of mine. Fred Durst wrote this script. Right. And the main character did not, did not fall on the spectrum. He was just an obsessed fan. Hmm. And when the ending came around, it got sent out and someone said, why am I sympathizing with this guy? And he went, right. oh, because he's on the spectrum. And they're like, oh, well, that's deep. And then they <laughs> let him make this movie. Huh. Also, did you see who produced this movie? Who distributed it? I did not. Ladies and gentlemen, this is coming hot off the presses as a red box exclusive. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, that's two for, for Tra- Travolta and like red box. This was re- distrib- Gotti yep. as well. It was a red box exclusive. It was distributed exclusively by red box distribution. Did he sell his soul to the devil? <laughs> the red box devil. Your movie will appear outside <laughs> of seven thousand seven elevens nationwide and walmart's <laughs> and walmart's <laughs> always outside now too because you couldn't return your dvd if it was inside and the store was closed no the walmart's are still like within the the like the two doors you know like oh you, you go through the set one of set of doors yes. and then you go through a second set of doors you can rent video games from there now yep i can't play a game in 24 hours <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like Blockbuster was back in the day. Yeah, you get like, like seven, seven days. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm only on looks, the second level of Rogue Squadron. Looks like I'm keeping this. Oh, they're charging me $100 now. <laughs> just think, there's a guy out there who just recently talked about it. He has tons of rentals from uh, from um, Blockbuster that he never returned, and they're like 14 years old. It's fake. Is it? It's, um, you, you gotta watch the whole video. You didn't watch it, did you? No. See, I just watched it. It's, it's fun that you brought it up though, but like, I just watched it today, actually. Oh, really? Right? Where it says, like, man returns blockbuster rentals, owes like $94,000, right? I was like, okay, like, cause in my mind. Is it mind, one of those, like, just in theory he would have owed that much okay, money? Okay, okay. No, 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 no. No, it's not how it happens. Cause in my mind, what actually happens uh plays out this way right so like the whole video goes on he's like yeah yeah like how much and like the guy at the the register scans the the tape uh he had like honey i shrunk shrunk the kids and like two of the same other thing right he scans the tape and he's like oh man it's like ninety four thousand dollars they're like what crazy uh right and then you watch the video after that like what really happens uh happens right because it's basically like when clue puts like but here's what really happened. Oh my god! Before times, <laughs> yeah. Um, and basically, 
they they come in and exactly what I thought would would be the the case, right? Like that guy comes in, the blockbuster that he went into li- literally has closing signs all over it, right? So I knew how far ahead in the future it had to have been, right, from when I worked there. And uh, the guy scans it. He goes, it's not in our system. It's a bunch of VHS. It's not in the system. It's oh. done. He just goes, not in the system, dog, right? And they go, all right, well, like, could you, like, we'll come back in and we'll, we'll retape this. He's like, could you just say it's, like, $94,000? He's like, all right. Stupid. And that's, like, so you got to watch the whole thing, right? At least they're honest about it, but. That's pretty funny, though. Yeah. Like, it's not I, in our system, yeah, dog. It's, <laughs> that's, that's how he is. He's like, nah. What kind of shit are you trying to pull, you fucking piece of shit, <laughs> asshole? Right? Can't you tell we're all losing our jobs and we're not really in the mood for a joke? Yeah. I devoted my life to Blockbuster, and here I am. I have four kids. Hey, man, I know that I, I know a person like that. My manager from back then. Oof. Like, I know he he went out swinging, you know? Like, he's, he's like, a good person. Fuck. He was a roommate for some time when I was young. He's like, fuck, man. My life's not going trans- to translate to digital. Oh. <laughs> Poor Larry. <laughs> but um, Hi, Netflix. I'm looking for a job. <laughs> Redbox. Anyway. <laughs> I'll be the man inside the Redbox that gives the DVDs. Anyway. That's how it works, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the old person giving out stickers? No, inside the Redbox. There's, there's a man. When you, when you buy a DVD, he puts it through the slot for you. <laughs> I was like, oh, retirement people. No. I hate those people at Walmart. Instantly put me in a bad mood. <laughs> Don't give me a sticker. <laughs> don't tell me welcome to Walmart. I know I'm here. <laughs> I know. I don't feel welcome. I only come here for one reason. It's because you guys got killer deals on Hot Pockets. <laughs> you have $5 rotisserie chickens. Fuck. No, they got that at Rayleigh's too. I mean, Ralph's. Yeah. Yeah. They got them everywhere. Welcome to <laughs> grocery store review. <laughs> Number one. Stater Bros. They have the best red box in every store. Yo, speaking of Stater Bros, I went there the other day to buy ingredients for a Mai Tai. What are we talking about? <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you. I handed my ID to the guy, and the guy looked at my ID for a solid three minutes before he was like, "I, right, you're good. I was like, dog, I'm almost 27 years old. <laughs> Nope. Nope. Got it. Got a check. God. All right. So speaking of which, what's Moose up to now? So crying down the street. (laughs) Nice segue, buddy. Yeah. That was me after that guy looked at my ID. Um, so, uh, uh, he goes and he's crying in the bathroom and these bullies show back up, right? Uh, the fucking guys the street, from the street. The cokehead street bullies. And they're good to go now again, I guess. They're friends again? I guess. I don't know. Uh, but they're picking on him and then, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, something where I was like, damn, who wrote this script? <laughs> right? This security comes in and goes, get out of here, you degenerates! It's the security guard from the office. <laughs> It does look like him. Yeah, right? Oh, man. So so he just basically comes in, and he's like, why do you... Moose, why do you let him pick on you? Right? And I'm like, now what is this movie becoming? <laughs> I don't know what that fucking character is, what he was, what his point was, because he shows up twice, and he's gone. Pick him up from the bootstraps, Moose. Do yeah. something with your life. 
Yeah. You know, like that kind of weird thing. You're just like, wait, what? Wait, what? Thanks for adding another terrible trope into this movie of the all-knowing black man. <laughs> just like, <laughs> that's the, this, this movie's hitting all the terrible tropes. Now, if you'll excuse me, Moose, I have to go shoot up in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a homeless guy at all. <laughs> I mean, he's not a security guy at all. <laughs> he's just homeless. He was actually in Moose's mind it's just the whole Hollywood time. Hollywood Boulevard. It's just it's a it's a beautiful mind. It's a made up guy. There's no codes. <laughs> go ahead, Moose. You want to go ahead and see some celebrities? Go see some celebrities. You know what? I will do that. He's just talking in the bathroom by himself. If you need, there to... is there is no hunter. <laughs> he just killed Leah. Now, Moose, why do you let him pick on you when you could be underneath a child's bed right now? <laughs> what is this character? <laughs> it's I told you. It's just this nice security guard who's just encouraging to to do these wrong things. It's his conscience. This he, security guard doesn't exist. He kind of sounds like the cockpit pilot from Airplane. Tell me, Jimmy, you ever seen another man naked? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, he tells him basically, defend yourself against these guys. Yeah. And then, um. And so, that's, that's what happens. Oh my god, is, are we already at this point? <laughs> Almost. So, so first, Moose, um, Moose dresses like he just, like, robbed a Tommy Bahama store. Yeah. At this point, because now he's in, like, 2000s plaid shorts. I love it. <laughs> right? He's dressed like my childhood friend, Ryan. He's dressed like you. And Damn. <laughs> Tom remember, Selleck. I was going to say, remember when that guy called me Magnum P.I. at that burlesque show? <laughs> you, know, you know, Tyler got roasted at his own bachelor party. The host of Zombie Burlesque, which I can't sing its praises enough. If you're in Las Vegas, go see the show. But um, that's not even a paid plug. But he, no, no, he saw my whole We didn't get a advertising dollars at all for this. The host saw my... my <laughs> my Hawaiian shirt and called me Magnum P.I. in front of the whole audience. The entire audience. Then he asked me what my penis's nickname was and then my friend Max leaned over to me to tell me something and he said stop consulting with your lawyer. <laughs> Which Max said was anti-Semitic because he's Jewish. <laughs> Damn. Uh, that was a good show. It was a great show. Me, but... and, me and Carly are going to go see it soon because we're going to go see Richard Cheese in, in Las Vegas. That's awesome. I highly recommend it to anybody out go there. Go see it. Yep. Especially if you're a fan of boobies. So, on to... Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like Suicide Girls, but like with zombies instead. So good. Like, because I remember uh, Suicide Girl, like burlesque. They still do it. They still? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've not paid attention in a long time. Yo, there's a burlesque show here in Hollywood that does movies. Oh. Or, yeah, we got. Well, go we're see. there. Yeah, they yeah, did. It's, it's ours. It's, <laughs> it's this cult classic burlesque thing that we're trying to do. I uh, mean, B movie burlesque. That's right. Yep. Damn, Anyone's we just said interested. It. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know anything about burlesque. Nope. So hit us up <laughs> if you know the burlesque part. We'll take care of the rest. Yeah, the breast. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> um, yeah. So at this point, yeah, he goes into the uh, the yard. At this point, that, yes. this is where he trespasses. And the maid shows up and is like, get out of here. Mm -hmm. And he leaves. Yeah. Um, yeah, he gets scared away really quick at, at this point. But right? he leaves his card. I he do like when he, the card. he sees a flower that's all dead in, in <laughs> Hunter's yard. And he goes, how could he do this? How could he let this die? <laughs> you got to take better care of your plants. Definitely, definitely, definitely should have watered the plants. Definitely should have watered the plants. Which is another one of those endearing <laughs> moments where you're like, all right. Yeah. That, that was on it. 
that was on it. How could how could the great <laughs> I almost said Hunter Biden again. <laughs> how could the great Hunter what's his name? Oh my god, I forgot yeah, too. It don't matter. Who cares? How could the great Hunter let this flower die? Right? And 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 in that moment, you're just like Dunbar. Dunbar. The great hunter Dunbar, you know, like Let this flower die. He should really he should water the plants more. He should water the plants more. Yeah. And it's like you're like there it is again. You did it. Every every ten minutes in this movie, you get one correct. It's an up and down roller coaster for, for I this would say character. for the most part it's down, but there's like a couple of those camelback hills that you come out of your seat. Right? So yeah, so the now, maid sees him. Um she runs inside and she tells Hunter uh, after he comes home, that she saw someone in the yard, mm-hmm. and he says, "Oh, it, maybe it was just the the, the gardener." The gardener. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I think she knows what the gardener looks like. This right. was a huge white man. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> after you see the gardener, it's like, dog, you know she didn't see the gardener. <laughs> Funny, I did not know he was. <laughs> he was a fat white bearded man. It's like fat white bearded man. Did he have a fucked up haircut? Yeah, we got to move. <laughs> did he have a penis head? <laughs> Did he look like the mascot for the for the Padres? <laughs> so yeah, so she tells him that, and he's like, "I'll protect you no matter what." And he kisses her. Yeah, and then she like kind of pulls away, but you could tell there's something there. Wait, wait this hasn't happened yet. Yeah, this is not going- yet. Nope. Oh no, nope. spoilers. Not yet. Not yet. You spoiled it. It's okay. We're almost there. We you're literally in your mind like ten minutes ahead because like now we're about to. So he leaves, yes. right? Now oh, this is the scene. This is it. This is the big, like, the sh- most shareable scene that I could give the, our audience. Are you talking when they're, right? in the, when they're in the car? So, so um, he goes back, right? And he's upset because now he got seen by the maid, right? He goes back and he either... I don't remember if he's on the phone with Leah or he's in person with Leah, but this is where he reveals that he he saw Hunter uh God damn, Hunter Dunbar Hunter Dunbar and and um and she's like what did you do like how could you do this like how? and I'm, this is where I'm like how could you not know he was going to do this right so now he's devastated because he's like you're not you're not going to be my BBF anymore <laughs> BFF yeah <laughs> is BBF that's what he keeps saying and then did we right? miss the scene where he gets caught again uh-huh. No. Okay. Not yet. Okay. okay. So. Cause that scene so has now, my favorite part. Okay. So now, um, he's upset because he's, he's done that and he's lost her as a friend, right? And then he runs into the bully again. Oh my god. This, besides one other scene in this movie that's coming in a second, is my fucking favorite. He. I just, I'm, I, I'm gonna play the clip. I'm just gonna play it. Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so the let, bully. Let me set the, like, yeah, let me yeah. set the stage. Yeah, yeah. The bully comes up to him. Yeah, yeah. And he said, he's basically like, you need to like, help me. I need your help cause I need the money real bad. Yeah. Do, do how much of the clip are you gonna play? I'm gonna play the whole quote. Okay, like, just that. Travolta, big, Travolta's okay, quote. Because he says, why, what do you need it for? You, you need it for drugs? <laughs> and then he's like, I need your help. To which he grabs, um, Moose. Then Moose, grabs him by the throat and like slams him back on a wall and then he says this I wish Freddy Krueger would come and chop off your head and it would roll in the street and a truck would squish it and 
and everyone was watching. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Not only is he just like, oh, Freddy Krueger. I wish Freddy Krueger would come and chop your head off and it would roll in the street and a truck would run over and it would squish. <laughs> no, that's not my favorite part. It's that he goes, and everyone would watch it. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that he takes joy in that he's like, like not only did all of that happened to you, but then everybody else was like, yo, dog, Freddy Krueger just ripped that guy's head off <laughs> and it rolled in the street. It kept rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> because, uh, and then the, sec- the security guard, <laughs> the security guard sees him uh. and he's like, good for you, Moose. You finally stuck up for yourself. I was like, you almost witnessed a murder. Man, oh man, that moose that day, he sure knew how to stick up for himself by using a nice old Freddy Krueger phrase. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, remind me again how we get back to, mm-hmm. uh... I got you, dog. Yeah. Yeah, I got, I got notes upon notes here. So, now at this point... We do jump back, and this is where the maid's like, yo, I, I saw somebody in yes, the yard. Yes, that's right. Right? Then. He kisses her. He kisses her. Right? And, and it is kind of a shared embrace for a, a quick second until she's just like, whoa, ho, 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 ho. No, can't do this anymore. Yes, because it's happened before. Right. So ba- basically, in that phrase saying, like, it, 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 it shows that yeah, they've done, they've done this before. But again, this is this is another one of those moments where I kind of feel like the movie was because this entire time they're trying to make you think that Hunter's a piece of shit, right? Mhm. This comes off like they're trying to push it like it's non-consensual. Right. Like he's pushing himself on her. But she does say we just can't do this anymore. And later on, he talks about it with a friend and you're like he says, "Kiss the maid again." And you're like, okay, so this is a rela- this is like a romantic thing that's happening here. Okay, dog. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna say something real quick. Uh oh. No, 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 no. Picture yourself in this position as Hunter. Nice. Can I be the maid? No. <laughs> <laughs> right? And could you could you basically live with somebody that this has gone down with afterwards like and you're j- just back to being like you you work with me around me as my maid i can't i could not do that if mm-hmm. i hooked up with the maid and then my marriage was also destroyed that would not still be my maid do you know what <laughs> let's get let's get a little Definitely smarter. Than- <laughs> Are we gonna talk about what Schwarzenegger? <laughs> oh my god! No, I'm gonna say let's get a little better than what this movie actually is. Okay. Yes, because do you know what? It's hard to find a good maid. Well, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that, but oh, topless maids. There you go. No, 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 no. Again, you know, if you want to look further into this movie than it actually is, much mm-hmm. like Christmas in the Cranks, right? Oh no. Let's say that this movie is trying really hard to make him look like an asshole. Okay. He has had a relationship with this maid that ruined his marriage, right? Okay. Do you know what's not making him look like an asshole? Not firing the maid. 
Because I wasn't saying firing. No, 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 I'm saying just getting rid of her, right? And still having her in the house. Because guess what? That's her fucking job. The maid, not kissing. Fair, him. fair, fair, fair. That fair. would be unfair of him to be like, "Hey, you and I had a romantic relationship, so now you're unemployed." No, yeah, no, I know. And that's what I'm saying. It's like everything that they want you to think. What about this guy's... like celebrity maid swap or something? <laughs> <laughs> I found your lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. I think that's he's a good guy. This week on Celebrity Maid Swap. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You you shit much less than Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett? He was the only old person I could think of that possibly shit his pants. <laughs> if you poop in your pants, it's cool. Consider me Miles Standish. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Let's go. <laughs> so, anyway. Yes. So. God, we are off the rails today. That's this movie, man. Ghost Train. So, she says she saw someone in the yard. Um, he's just like, it was probably the, the gardener, like I said. Right. And that's basically it. And, and so, and so he goes out to the gardener and he's like, yo, if you see anybody, you let me know. And he's like, all right, no problem. Hey, can I go home right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to rain. Can I leave? And he's like, yeah. Uh, he's like, can I take a four hour min? <laughs> he, he basically is just like, hey, look, we saw, like, uh, she said, did you, did you see anybody? She said that she saw somebody. He's like, no, senor, I see nobody. And that's a real thing. That's how he sounded like. That that's, is, I almost called you racist, but then I remember that is what he sounds right? like. Right? And, and he's just, he's like, all right, cool. If you see somebody, he's like, all right, we'll do. Hey, do you mind if I, uh, get out of this movie <laughs> so that, like, this whole, uh, next part of this thing can happen? He's like, yeah, no problem. Make sure you don't see anything on your way out. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, because, uh, you tell me what happens next because I don't want to spoil. Okay, so now at this point the gardener goes home, and then uh, Hunter takes his son out for a rainy bike ride. I guess. So the gardener leaves, and like you said, allowing what is about to happen to happen, because Moose shows up in the fucking yard again, and she freaks out. No one's home, right? Right. And in his attempt to stop her from talking he busts her nose bone into her brain well it's because she's hitting him with a feather duster just hitting him uncontrollably which is totally understandable yeah because there's a terrifying man in your yard for the second time second time she's seen him right yes and he hits her in the nose knocks her back she hits her head on a fountain and she's dead just done done total accident dead but here is the point where you finally get a full sense of like how bad off he might be oh because he starts saying then oh, he oh you got a nosebleed that's bad that's bad yeah you gotta put paper towels up there to stop it that's that's bad i had a nosebleed once that's bad i could not register like i was like i can't register how where this spectrum line was for him right that we were talking about until this moment where i was like he's not registering death you know what I mean? Yeah. And well, still didn't. It to shows day, later, too, because what happens, he doesn't understand that what he's doing is actually scaring Hunter. Right. But still, it's like, uh, I'm supposed to feel bad for this character? Right. Regardless, he just killed a woman in cold blood. And regardless if he knows or not. Well, it was warm at first. But uh, not after she was left out there for several days. <laughs> no, I just mean it, it was. War- I I say accidental when when it's accidental, it's in warm blood. Oh, I see. <laughs> he just manslaughtered it's, this it's woman. Tender hearted. Ah. <laughs> it's a gentle giant. 
<laughs> so, moose. That's why he's moose. <laughs> na, na, na. <laughs> why don't you tell me about the rabbits, moose? <laughs> Seriously. So that's later. Yeah. So he goes inside because yep. the house is open. And he picks up a pair of antlers. He's like, Moose! Ah! He's like, you just killed someone. Don't make me feel good. And that's what I mean. <laughs> is that, like, you don't realize how bad off he is or what level of, of comprehension he is until the fact that he has just fully moved on. Do you know who he is? What? Yeah. He's Dexter from Good Burger. <laughs> Dexter? Not Dexter. Kel's character. Oh yeah, <laughs> he is. Remember when he when he f- like flips and breaks uh, Carmen Electra's spine? And he's like, "Whoa, are you okay?" Yeah, <laughs> that's him. <laughs> that's him. He's like, like, anything you'd like to do. I like to shave an alien. <laughs> that's Moose. <laughs> Strawberry jacuzzi. Blibbity, 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 blibbity. Now I hate you. One thing that is coming up in this movie soon that I will point out where this is the exact same plot of a different movie. Okay. Um. <laughs> so he's inside his house. Yep. He, he brushes his teeth with his toothbrush, but it is not his toothbrush, as we learn. Oh. Okay. He finds a script in the bathroom. Oh, so horrible bosses. That's the movie you're talking about. Yo, that <laughs> I like that movie, but there's some stuff in that movie that's not funny. No, no. There's it's it's all Kevin Spacey. Uh, there's no. very specifically <laughs> there's sp- very specifically a plot thread line in that movie where I'm like, yeah, that's not funny, and I'm not gonna laugh. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but no, I just talk about using other people's toothbrush. I like but, when um, he when he reads the script. Okay, and so- he's like, "This is a terrible movie." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, he should not do this. movie. He should not do this movie. <laughs> it's like. Damn. <laughs> um, yeah, him. This is where he plays the piano. <laughs> you shook my head and you rattled, rattled my head. head. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got his foot up on the piano. This is <laughs> literally him in the house. Is the montage of the first day that Kevin is home alone. In <laughs> home alone. <laughs> he's like, my I made Hunter disappear. <laughs> this script is terrible. <laughs> So Hunter comes home. Moo! Since the furnace downstairs. <laughs> um, Hunter comes home. Yeah. To which Moose hides in the closet. Yep. Actually, you could see him moving around in shots the whole time, and it's actually kind of scary. Yep. Because that's also one of my biggest fears. Um, and uh, he hides in the closet while uh Hunter is trying to look for a blazer. Also, before this though, um, there is. A video camera that Moose watches? I thought he was going to see a sex tape. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you? This is a horrible movie. (laughs) He should have got Tommy Lee in this. (laughs) He should have got a stunt cock. (laughs) Where's Johnny Sins? (laughs) Yeah, he's watching a a video, that's right, of... And it's like... Again, this movie's not doing a good job of making me think that this character is an asshole. Um, but also, like, wh- when was this footage recorded? I know, Last I know. week? Because this character is also, like... Why even show him? Just have his voice He'd be behind the camera. I know, it's supposed to be at least, like, 12 years old. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> Why would you But they show, show the wife she's pregnant. Yeah. And he loves her so much, and it's like, damn. Like, and also, again, if you want to get deeper than... The- Maybe what this movie is trying to show, but mm-hmm. I don't think it is. I, don't, I just think it's dumb. Is if that camera is out with that footage on it, Hunter's watching that. 
Yeah. He misses his wife. And the phone call that he has in a second okay. also shows how much he misses his wife. Because he's talking to his buddy on the phone. He's getting ready to go to some party thing. Right. And he says to his buddy on the phone, literally remorseful, he says, I kissed the maid again. And he's like, why? What, what does he say? Okay. Because you no, have it. No, this is, this is what's funny about this, though. Okay. Because he goes, <laughs> he goes, I guess you're only getting one side of the conversation. Yeah, you can't hear it. Right? Because, uh, uh, Moose is hiding in the closet. Yeah. Right? So you're actually getting it from Moose's perspective. And he goes, I kissed the maid again. Yep. Yep. Some weirdo's been around the house. Yeah. Okay, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, I was like, wait, wh- what was the other end of that conversation? No, he does say, he does say, I kissed the maid again. Why? Because I have no self-control. Okay, yeah, but, but, but still, the, what he's the, saying, the guy on the other end of the phone is like, oh yeah, cool. Alright? No, I think, and I, then he, and then he's like, yeah, some weirdo's been sneaking around the house. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Alright, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but the, the, thing that like, I, the point the- that I was hitting is that he says, why? Because I have no self-control. It's like, feel bad for this guy. Yeah, but he's both- trying to win his wife back, but his friend was like, uh, sick. She got fat titties though. <laughs> Like both, both of those topics require more conversation than what happened. Uh, sick man, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her dead body's actually right outside my window. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some guy's been uh, stalking around the house. Yeah, cool. Hope hope that works out for you. Yeah, cool. You bring in blow. Yeah, I'll see you in a second. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, why was that so quick? Like, so because because that's the writing that we have here. Yeah. So he hides again, and <laughs> until Dev, uh, almost said Devin Sala, until Hunter comes back home. With his son. Right. And... And somehow, um... I, I, he's... First he's in his bedroom. Yeah. And then somehow, he's gotten under the child's bed. And he's there for story time. Yeah. In which... In which... This is when he has a flashback. Not yet. No, that's when he goes to sleep. No, what I'm saying is, he's showing... He's teaching his son how to brush his teeth, like, at night. And he's like, just because you don't do it at your mom's house doesn't mean you can't do it here. We need to set up a good habit. And I was like, fuck, man. I know Carly was in this movie. <laughs> Always telling me to brush my teeth at night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking dentist grandpa. I wish I had parents who were just more strict on that one. Like, it's like one of those things, you know? I don't think my parents brushed their teeth at night, so they never made it a point for me to do it. Yeah. It was a, it was like before you get up and go kind yeah. of thing. And I hate that Maybe, because I s- do want the. Let me smell your breath. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he didn't brush your teeth. Go brush your teeth. And don't just run water on your toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's under the bed for story time. And then um, he finally leaves. And Hunter is... I, and that's where he like grabs the toy dinosaur? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's like, come on. You're not making this character any less creepy. No. But at the same time, you're like, wait, what? where is his level? There is one moment in this movie that does show his level. Okay. And we're going to get there soon. Okay, okay. But... Hunter falls asleep in his reclining chair. <laughs> Dude, I laughed out loud here. I really This whole did. scene? No, well, no, just When he the, kisses him on the head? No, when he drops the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did too. Uh, he, he just clumsily drops the phone and then just runs away. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, Hunter falls asleep in the chair. Moose falls asleep in the chair as well. And the only reason... The only reason why... um. Moose is able to do all the stuff he dropped. Basically, he's doing selfies with him while oh, he's... Oh, that's right. It's cause, explained because he has insomnia and he takes sleeping pills. But he's also drunk. There's IPAs all over the place. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, 
And no, I do like when he finds the medicine at first, and he's like, oh, Hunter shouldn't be doing drugs. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he falls asleep, and this is when he has the dream. Yes, so he's watching um, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. And he has a dream right? back to when he was watching it. When he <laughs> and was... and uh, but, but before before he does that, I I had to write it down because I was just like, oh, fuck, oh, right? He takes and swipes behind Hunter's ear and sniffs it and smells it, and I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! I see you clean behind your ears. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so this is where I was gonna say there was a point in this movie where this movie becomes un- the entire plot of a different movie. Yeah, it uses a weird like uh, flashback, like just television overlay that I can get right on Google. Yeah, and it shows you a black and white scene of. Um, at Moose. Moose as a child. Right. And his mom. But he looks just fine. Fucking. <laughs> he doesn't have that weird haircut. He should have had the haircut. Are you ready for me to blow your mind here? <laughs> what? This is the exact same plot as the cable guy. Yeah. <laughs> beat for beat. Oh, God damn This it. is the same movie. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Steven! <laughs> Steven! Okay, for those of you who haven't seen The Cable Guy, I'm going to lay it out for you since you've heard most of this movie, and I won't say the ending of both of them, but I will at the end. The Cable Guy stars oh, no. a stalker who will not leave Matthew Broderick character alone, gets into his house, tries to befriend him, and the reason you learn that he is so obsessed with TV and like becoming friends with someone is because when he was a child his parents stuck him in front of a TV and just left (laughs) this is the same fucking movie yep and he tries to kill him (laughs) (laughs) and he has violent tendencies (laughs) this is the part where John Travolta just like uh, turns on a karaoke machine (laughs) don't you want somebody to laugh (laughs) <laughs> That's my favorite scene. Your eyes, I see your eyes. <laughs> Scramby eggs. <laughs> if only this movie had a cool, weird blacklight hallway sequence. <laughs> but yeah, same movie. Wow. Only thing missing is a is a pseudo Menendez brothers uh court trial Yo, happening. I love that part. Ben Stiller's great in it. Yeah. So <laughs> Wow, that's mind blowing. Yeah, it's just the same movie. Huh. Okay. I love that take. So, I love it. Uh he drops his phone on Devin Sawa as he's mm-hmm. leaving, takes a bunch of pictures with him, kisses him on the forehead, <laughs> and proceeds to Walk at the slowest pace imaginable because he's caught up by, uh, by, um, Hunter in the car with his son. Right? Right. And this is when he says, my other favorite part is, as they're driving down the street, he says, do you want to listen to some music mm-hmm. to his son? And his son's like, sure. And he's like, you ever listen to Limp Biscuit? <laughs> and it gets turns- like, no, nobody should have. <laughs> <laughs> no, dad, I'm not white trash. <laughs> And now, eight-year-old reactions to Limp Biscuit. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Kids react to <laughs> Limp Biscuit. <laughs> keep rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Now I know why you want to hurt me. 
We've talked about Limp Biscuit on in a previous episode, and I realized that I only know their music through Richard Cheese's covers, so I actually can't <laughs> sing them properly other than Roland because I've never heard them. Uh, <laughs> I get it. I get... <laughs> you know, for those of you who don't know, I did it all for the nookie, the cookie. Yeah, um, nineteen late nineteen nineties, early two thousands were a very rough time for music. Yeah, this was the same. This was the same as a uh, Papa Roach. And and Kid Rock. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. The only good thing Kid Rock ever did was his was char- nothing. Was his character in <laughs> Dirt Joe Dirt. <laughs> he was just himself. Yeah, he can't read in that movie. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Qualifies him to run as president. My name is Kid. Spelled with a C. Dude, that's not. No, it's not. Yeah, that's Kid Rock. His name's not spelled a C. I know that you said he couldn't read. Oh, I was like, he doesn't spell it. God, right. you just ruined the joke. <laughs> oh man, remember when he was on King of the Hill? No, remember when I he had a watch that? Remember when he had a little person? What? Kid Rock. No, he used to have a little person on stage with him all the time. Oh, I. You made it sound like he owned him. <laughs> <laughs> like Michael Jackson's monkey. He's a slave. Remember when he had a little person? <laughs> Like what? Kept him on a leash. <laughs> Get over here! <laughs> Listen, if people in Mad Max can have little people on leashes, <laughs> who owns Blast? What is it, Border Town? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so they notice uh, Moose walking down the street. And Hunter stops his car mm-hmm. and is like, hold on. And keeps his son in there and he gets out and he's like, I fucking told you to stay away from my house. Yep. And uh, in the weirdest neighborhood of L.A. I've ever seen, because that's not L.A., <laughs> that neighborhood they're in. We're going to get into that. Because that's like Midwest. But I'm going to get I'm gonna get into that at the end. Okay. You hold that. So um, he basically tells him, fuck off, get out of here. I told you not to come back. <laughs> so um, Moose goes home and burns all of his... Uh, Hunter, I almost said Biden now too. Dunbar stuff. <laughs> um, while watching, hold, hold. Not before. Out of nowhere, this movie's like, "Hey, remember those paintings?" Yeah, they show you some of him. There's just more sketches. Yep. Like the movie just goes back into like out of nowhere. I heart Huckabees. <laughs> <laughs> and just start sketching like what we've seen so far in the movie. It's like previously on the fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's weird. So he's like, I hate you, Hunter Dunbar. And he starts burning all of his stuff. And then, like as I said at the top, I love when he's yelling at the screen. <laughs> yes, I'll say it again. I, the best part of this movie is the 30 or so seconds we get to see of what Space Vampires actually was as a movie. Fred Durst, give up everything else you're doing. Make Space Vampires. Make Space Vampires. Let me break it down for you guys. First off... And Ghost Train. I'm saying both. I'm saying both. You got to. It's a cop who fights vampires Mm -hmm. and a nun. (laughs) And they make out. (laughs) And I love it. But this is when another weird thing is when... Uh, Moose says to the screen, you're just an actor, <laughs> and you just act. Anybody can do that. <laughs> hey, John, I don't think you can. <laughs> you know what? Um, in his in his later years, I think his best work I've seen him in, honestly, is that... um The ending of Goldmember. <laughs> no. Uh, I really, really liked uh, the People versus O.J. Simpson. 
Oh, he's great in that. Yeah. But do you know why he's great in that? Because he's, like, actually playing a person he can base it off of? Yes, and I think also because um, he probably wasn't on set for as long, and it probably wasn't as grueling. Well, TV's more grueling, but it, it was much more of like a... I don't know. It, it, the character is set. You can't change the character of a real person. Right. And well, <laughs> I mean, you can. Like, we can do that all the time. No, but I'm saying is if you're setting something... because if you saw the OJ in that in that, that one, that's true. Yeah, but if you're setting something semi factual, there's nothing you can really work around. Except he did fuck Gotti up, so maybe I'm just maybe it was just a fluke. Yeah, no, but I really did enjoy him in that. What, so like, what is his best role? What is his best role? Yeah. What is Travolta's best role? Is what you're asking? Yeah. Ooh, um, you know, it's one of those things like people would be like, oh, it's definitely like, you know, Saturday Night Fever, right? Uh, and others would be like, no, it's it's him being fun in Greece, you know? But I like, wouldn't say either. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I literally would not say either one of those. I While I enjoy him in Pulp Fiction a hell of a lot, I still don't even think that's it. I was going to say I think Pulp Fiction is his best purely because I think John Travolta – might actually just be an incredibly awkward person. <laughs> I mean, I I don't think you're wrong at all. And he's very awkward in Pulp Fiction. I know it's it's Battlefield Earth. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for this episode of Bombs Away. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, no, he I... hasn't been in much. That's great. Mm, Face I'm... off. Hell yeah! That might be it, man. Dude, that's fa- pretty bad. Uh, Face Off is a great movie. No, what I'm saying, it's pretty bad that that's his best role. The motherfucker's been in like 98 films. It's so fun. God, that movie's fun. His best role is him playing Nick Cage. You know what? And then right there, one step below, Broken Arrow. That movie's great too. <laughs> Just because like he's playing somebody unhinged. When he plays unhinged, it's fun. He's like the... He... Is maybe if he would have went full retard in this movie, I would have had fun. <laughs> he is Nick Cage. If Nick Cage never realized all people wanted to see him do is lose his mind. Yeah. Yep. But I think we're getting there with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he goes home. He burns all of his stuff. He's mad, right? Um. So now, yeah. Well, now this is this is actually the you're not my BBF. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. He gets mad. He's like, you're not my BBF. Right. And he leaves. And uh, and then the movie decides to do more chalk on the screen. It's because they didn't know how to progress it. No, not at all. Right? So, like, there's these moments where chalk just, like, makes time pass. Right? And then, here we are. Hunter is just tied up on a bed. Yeah, that's a weird progression. It's yeah. literally just like, you're not my BFF. All right, uh, Hunter's tied up. Yeah. So he right? wakes up. He's all tied up. Um, <laughs> and... and- <laughs> Moose is lying on the ground with that. This is now. This is what I was saying, right? Remember, we were saying what is the threshold here? Yeah. This is a point in the film where you are going to feel bad for Moose, and you know what? Thinking about it, rightfully so, because he does kind of show his hand throughout this scene. However, no. Okay, here's the thing for me. Do you know what I'm saying, though? Do you get you you get what I'm alluding to? Because he's laying on the ground and his there's blood everywhere mm-hmm. on his head, mm-hmm. and Hunter is like, "This fucking idiot killed himself <laughs> trying to kill yeah. me," and he starts laughing and he sits up and he's like, "Tricked you? You got that? You?" He goes, 
you got sawed. Game over. <laughs> and he walks that. out of the room. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, he's just fucking with the guy. But then he goes out, he comes back in with a fucking Jason mask on and a knife. <laughs> and he starts stabbing Hunter, to which Hunter's like, ah! And then he's like... <laughs> It's just fake. Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees. <laughs> and he's like, and then he's like, oh my god! Again, playing into this whole, this is just Cable Guy, right? Because like, remember when Cable Guy like flips through all those like personalities? Mm-hmm. So then he starts dousing Hunter in gasoline, <laughs> and he's like, look, Mister Pink, and he takes it out, and he's like. Oh, oh, oh. He's like, suck in the middle with you. <laughs> it's so funny. Look, Magic Mike. Takes his dick out. <laughs> Look, the exorcist. Just he's like stabbing him in the crotch with a cross. <laughs> so, yeah, he's just fucking with the guy. Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh. And he's like, Kipley, you're actually scared. It's just water. It's just water, man. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, what do you want? Don't hurt me. He's like, you really think I'm going to hurt you? Yeah. And that's when you're like, oh, shit. None of this is malicious. No. But he did kill a he's, woman. He's playing with his friend. Yeah. But he did kill a woman and almost strangle a guy earlier. Right, but but I mean, but it was an accident. But he but, also broke into this man's house. Right. <laughs> it's like there's so but many. But that's things. the thing; he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. Someone broke into your house and was fucking with you. I would think because you don't know what this person is going to do to you. <laughs> they could just be toying with you just to shoot you in the head. <laughs> also, also he ties he ties Hunter up like it's Leather Daddy's first day. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. just rope everywhere. He, he ties his hands up and his feet and then he ties like a net over him. <laughs> so um yeah, he's uh uh, this is where Hunter is just like, you know what? Please, like, let me go. Like, we can um, hang out. Yeah, we can hang out. We and can then be the, the film turns purple first. Nope, not yet. Oh yeah, this, not before. Yeah. He's like, come on, we can hang out. We can be friends. You know, you know, I'll, I'll do anything you want. I'll sign anything you want. He's like, oh yeah, okay. Huh? Are you hungry? Yeah, <laughs> I could just... really go for a burger. <laughs> Oh, milkshake. He's like, yeah, we can get milkshake, strawberry, a chocolate milkshake. He goes, no, strawberry. I'm like, he's gonna kill me. <laughs> I got it wrong. I'm dead. How does he not know that? How do you not take care of your plants and how do you not know that I like strawberry? Me, also, it's been two days. There's a dead woman in your yard. How have you not seen it? <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> That's the only crime he's committed. Senior, it's been raining. <laughs> so he, he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do whatever you want. Oh. He goes, you know, you no. are my fan. No, no, no. No. Not yet. Not before Leah just comes back in to narrate out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. She just, out of nowhere, she's like, weird, huh? And he didn't cross that line. He nuked it. And you're like, wait, wait, what? Thank you for joining us again, I guess. Where are you? <laughs> she's also in the closet. This movie had a transition in the middle of an action sequence. Yep. <laughs> and and then um 
He comes back in after getting food. Oh, that's right. When she realizes he burned all of the stuff, <laughs> she's like, yeah, he didn't cross that line. He nuked it. <laughs> and and he comes back in and he's like, they're coming to get you, Barbara. Right? And, he, and, and he's just like, what? What? What the fuck? What? Right? He's like, and he's like, not the living dead. God, I can't believe you don't know that. Stupid. That's one of those things that like people do do. Damn. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. if you got, if you quote something to like a big nerd, yeah, and, you know, and it's it's, it's gone full Napoleon now. God, <laughs> to to touch on it, I, I know that this is a problem that uh, a lot of people face, but especially women who are interested in a nerdy topic, they'd be like, "Yeah, I love Star Wars." Like, name every single ship that's ever existed. Hmm. Me too. Yeah, I bet you can't. I can't do that. Yeah, you can. You love B wings. You fucking. I do love B wings. <laughs> sure. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like gatekeeping. It's like. Oh, you're an actor and you don't even know Night of the Living Dead where you fucking idiot. No, I'm tied up and I think you're going to kill me. I'm thinking of different things here. Yeah. <laughs> so, is this when the purple screen happens? Um, yeah, this is this is basically where I wrote, "Oh, damn. No, he's laying on top of him." They're gonna fuck. I thought I thought for a moment they were going to kiss. Yeah, I did too. What did they kiss you know and what? he was like, "Is that what you thought I wanted?" <laughs> God, you just kiss everyone, don't you? <laughs> this is why your wife left. God, you should not make that movie. You should not kiss boys. <laughs> uh, uh, it's not a good look for you. <laughs> so, space vampires wouldn't do that. Because it's nuns. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you are a priest. So yeah, he lays on top of him, and I. Just... Oh my god, this when he cuddles with him. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and it turns all purple. It turns purple. I didn't understand and he's like, why. Yeah, man, we can do whatever you want. I was like, is this gonna be a dream sequence? And he goes, he goes, where'd you get all this rope? He's like, <laughs> Home Depot. He's like, oh, how'd you learn how to tie these knots? Like YouTube. They could teach you all kinds of knots. He starts listing off the knots like Bubba listing off types of shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he's like, not soup. He's like, not scampy. He's like, oh man, that's so cool. He's like, we could do all this stuff. All you have to do is untie me. So he's like, yeah, I just have to untie you. He's like, yeah. So he unties one hand. <laughs> yeah, and, buddy. And he's like, yeah, we could do all of that. And then he fucking does he headbutt him? He, he like punches him square in the face. I thought he was gonna like grab like a pencil and stab him in the neck or something. Don't worry, someone does get stabbed. <laughs> um, he, yeah, he punches him in the face and knocks him to the ground and he's like, oh! <laughs> to where he reaches behind the bed yeah. and grabs a shotgun. Just in... a sawed off shotgun right there. It's actually not a sawed off. No? Nope. Oh. No, it's a, yeah. It, okay, well it's a double barrel shotgun of some sort. It's a, it's a single action. Okay. Uh, but he, Blows off only his fingers. <laughs> yeah, right? and it's kind of gruesome because you're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> he looks like he's just crawling around like the guy at the end of the fly, just like, "Ah, oh, my hand!" Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, oh! <laughs> right, and then um, he unties himself and he gets out and he follows him, and you're like, "Damn, the hunter has become the hunter." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like uh so Moose is just sliding down the he stairs. Down the stairs yeah. and he rolls all the way down. And then he proceeds to um 
he shoots one blast on one side of his ear, shoots another blast on the other side of his ear so that he's he can't hear anymore, and then he he almost shoots him just square in the face. He goes, one, two, and then click, and he goes, oh, you son of a bitch, basically. Yeah. He's going to blow his brains no, out. No, but he has remorse because he sits down, and he's just like, oh, my God, I was about to fucking murder this guy. Right? And that's why I'm, again, like, Hunter is not the bad guy here. He literally was attacked in his home and then was like, had the had the okay, okay. wherewithal to not murder a man, but then because the movie doesn't know wh- what who's a root for or what to go, Hunter goes the extra mile in in a split second of going. Oh man, I almost killed somebody. Let me grab a knife and stabs him in the eye. And stabs him in the eye. But and you like know what? Precision I'm... poke that you know only I... gets his eye. That knife was long as hell. Okay, do you know what? I jumped ahead to the remorse thing because it's when he stabs him in the eye that he comes back and he's like, "Oh my god!" Because he's like, "Oh, I was just backing you there." Oh no, no, no. That's <laughs> right. He comes after because he's on the ground. And he's like, "Oh, he's crying." He just yeah. But... And he goes. He's like. Oh my god. And he sits back and he's like, what the fuck did I just do? I don't, I think it was a rage, like, I'm gonna scare him thing. And then he actually did stab him and he was like, oops. But. I don't know, I think he's got the devil in him. <laughs> I think Hunter's got the devil in him. Damn. The devil. The devo. <laughs> um, so, so, okay. He basically escorts him out the door and lets him go. Why did he not call the police? I know. Well, Why did so, he not call the police and keep him there? So then. Here's this is so stupid. We're gonna get to the ending, and it's something I do want to comment on because it's just so fucking dumb. Moose is walking down the street of Hollywood, and these two guys are like, "Whoa, you make him so fucked up, dude!" And it's like <laughs> they're like, "Whoa, fuck!" It's like, dude, it's not even near Halloween. You should they're call. Like, I fucking love your makeup. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm like one. These guys are not there at six in the morning. No, it's hella early. <laughs> you know who's there at six in the morning? Those street cleaning buffers that are just like oh, somebody just fucking spray painted Donald Trump's star again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only people that are there at this point. That and homeless people. So like, if you're there at that point and you're walking around. Yeah, you're just bloody walking around. That's it. And and everyone knows L.A. is the smallest city on earth. Um, so Leah just happens to drive by Moose all bloody on the street. <laughs> yeah. She finds him and she's like, what happened? He's like, Ooh. And then they walk some more and then you get narration. <sighs> okay, this is the ending of the movie, guys. I'm not I'm not going to like I'm just going to summarize it because it's just we'll talk about it. It turns out that. Yes, as I've been joking this whole time, the maid has been dead in the yard for about two days. The police go and they arrest Hunter for the murder of the nurse. So I guess what what happened that we didn't see off screen was, I guess, like she was reported missing, probably. Leah called the cops. Leah called the cops? I think so. You think so? Oh, she yes, she was reported missing. I think that's what it is. Yeah, and uh, no, no, that and see that that's the thing is the movie leaves you with the with the pretty much the idea, right? And and this is where I get confused is that Hunter will then be basically framed for the murder of this maid, and they'll get away, right? And they'll get away. But are you telling me that Leah? Wouldn't know the story of the murder of Hunter, like, on the news the next day and be like, I have information. Yeah. So here's here's the thing. In this day and age, do you know how fucking hard it is to get away with murder? Yeah. Do you also know how fucking hard it is to frame a person for a murder? Yeah. 
this whole ending, they're basically saying, yeah, he got his just desserts for treating Moose like that. It's basically what they're saying. And it's like, no, this could literally no, easily be disproven. I don't even think they're saying that as much as just being like, what a twist. No, they, but they say, like, I don't think the movie is that smart. No, they're, they say like, well, you know, he's an actor. It's like, uh, oh yeah, her stupid final narration. Yeah, but here's my thing about it, right? Okay, you ready for why easily can be disproven that he did this? He's a celebrity that has been shown being stalked by photographers. Mm -hmm. He's got an alibi in the fucking bag. You don't think one paparazzi didn't take a picture of him at Baskin Robbins at 3 p.m. the day that the fucking lady was murdered? Yeah. Or or just beyond that, man. That's not her blood on him. Also, what about the blood in his house from Moose where he's like, I was attacked? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's not her blood on him. I know. That's Moose's blood. I know. So they'd be like, okay, we got a third body at least. And he'd be like, I can tell you who it is. <laughs> it's this enormous man with a shitty haircut. And they're like, oh, Moose? Yeah, we know him. <laughs> Yeah, he told us he had to take a poo one day when we arrested him on Hollywood Boulevard. We told him it's loitering, and he said, Can't talk, got poo. He said, Poppycock. Poppycock. Yeah, we, we know the guy. I'm just one of you, Bobbies. Gray-haired penis head. Yeah, we know him. <laughs> Looks like John Travolta's career in shambles. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's the ending of this movie. It's actually very frustrating. <laughs> uh, not before it ends uh, with a... More uh, drawing. <laughs> yep, a drawing of a pirate angel. Yeah, because now he doesn't have a hand. <laughs> it's just, it's it's him, Here's but he's a, got a uh, he's got angel wings on, and he's got an eye patch and a pirate hook. Do you know what's just something else I just thought of? <laughs> Moose goes to the hospital, right? Okay, he goes in there. Yeah, what, what's that like, investigation like? Oh my like? fucking fingers! And they're like, oh my god, what happened? They're like, oh, his fingers got chopped off. And they're like, oh my god, we'll fix it. Puts into the report. Man came in at this time with fingers missing. Jump back to the crime scene at Devin Sawa's house where there's fingers. fucking fingers on his carpet. Yeah, you're right. It's solved. Yeah. This movie wants you to be like, yeah, fuck you, Hunter. But it's like, he did not do anything wrong this entire yeah, time. Yeah, he'd be fine. It, like, basically, Free my boy Hunter Dunbar. Basically, the movie was like, and then Hunter went in for questioning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because like any any person that can think past that, you know? Let's make a shirt that says Free Dunbar. <laughs> and it's got a picture of Hunter Dunbar on it. Uh, <laughs> no, I want John Travolta's face. <laughs> oh my god! With the quote, I was, somebody, Freddy Krueger, would take your head off and throw it into the street, and everybody would watch. <laughs> that long ass quote on a shirt. Yep. I just want with like with Freddy's claws going through it. Him saying, "Can't talk, gotta poo." <laughs> Oh, uh, so. I did really enjoy some of this mo that because I I had a really good time watching it. I um I I was watching it with a friend uh over over uh across the country at the same time. We started at the same time. And uh so I had a really good time watching it in the moment and uh, honestly uh, like uh would I recommend it? Hmm. <sighs> I think if you're like, I'm bored, I don't really got anything else going on, like, I've kind of ran through everything that, like, is a selection, yeah, sure, put it on, uh, give it a shot, but, like, it never hits any level of, like, horror. No. Right? Because, like, it, it, it's never, not even when he's tied up, is there a moment where it goes, oh, look, he might actually be mad at him, and he might actually do something to hurt him, right? It immediately 
keeps breaking that that tear and suspense every time he's like fake knife you know yeah so um, like there's never even a time before like you thought i was gonna hurt you yeah that kind of thing it's like yeah i did you fucking psychopath yeah yeah this movie uh i don't know how to feel afterwards so i don't know if i can recommend it the ending is literally so like fuck you to the audience yeah that it's just like i agree i would say i wouldn't recommend it at all but watch it if it's still free on Amazon, like mm-hmm. forever, like because it's insane. And so, watch it if you want to know what we're talking about. Um, uh, it's yeah. watch it so you can see John Travolta's career fall apart in front of you. <laughs> Damn, dude! Double feature night. This and Gotti, <laughs> a red box double feature. <laughs> Uh, also, some things. Uh, you you hardly, unless I tell you to, you don't watch the credits, do you? No. Okay. So, um, two things that I need to point point out. I said we'd get to it, right? About where it was filmed? The credits, yeah. Because it wasn't filmed in LA, was it? Not, uh, you could have fooled me, but, um, it says filmed on location in Alabama. The scenes were the house. I, yep. I, I would say everything, do you know what? Everything it, except for Hollywood Boulevard? His apartment mm-hmm. is so southern apartment. Hmm. Yep, when he's outside of it. <laughs> Damn. Yep. Okay. Makes sense. Here's the other one. Dedicated to Bill Paxton. Don't do that to him. <laughs> <laughs> what? Bill Paxton was originally cast in this film. And then and then it said dedicated to Bill Paxton, right? It actually said that in the credits. And then, like, uh, as the final credit rolled up, it echoed, Game over, man. Oh, did it? And it was supposed to be towards John Travolta. No, I'm just <laughs> But the dedicated to Bill Paxton part is real. <laughs> Could you imagine? That they just pulled the audio saying, Game over. Game over, man. <laughs> oh. So, um. Why was it what would dedicated you... to Bill Paxton? I don't know. <laughs> you just sent him to hell, Fred Durst. You know that. He was up there in heaven balling with Kobe. We're an express elevator to hell. And this movie came out and they're like, Sorry, dude, you gotta go. <laughs> Why? What? What did I do? Or Fred Durst? Also, that was like two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I think it was like three. Yeah, you're right. Like 2017. Yeah. Um. Pour okay. For a real one. So, uh, if you're new to the show, we do a ratings, uh, in which we give a movie a, a rating based on the Jaws scale. It's very simple, very easy to do. Think of the Jaws movies and and notice how they degrade over uh the the continuing sequels. So. Tyler, how would you rate this film? Uh, fuck. I'm gonna give this a Jaws three. Hmm. Why? Um, because honestly, based off that fact that I can't even recommend it, like, it's fun. That's how I feel about Jaws three. <laughs> I like Jaws three. <laughs> fuck you. Um, the fact that I can't even recommend to watch this, like, wholeheartedly recommend it. I don't want to give it a Jaws 2 because it is, I do feel it's enjoyable enough to be a Jaws 2, but the fact that I don't even want you to watch it, it's like, I gotta give it a Jaws 3. I gotta say that it's, I don't know. I think that the message in it is terrible, regardless of what a message is. Um, I think it's slightly, uh, to be on my soapbox again, slightly dangerous in its message of basically being like, celebrities need to give everything they have over to people who like them because they wouldn't be anything without them. Because it's kind of what it's pushing. Okay. So, um, I'll give it a Jaws 3 as well. 
but my reasonings are while while it tries earnestly to be funny or fun at certain times just like Jaws 3 right like uh in its in its fun 3D moments or whatever mm-hmm. right it it fails at every attempt to be a major motion picture i feel like yeah it 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 never it never has the uh technical or your cinematography look to it that it needs to 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 be anything other than an amateur film the least it, surprising thing about this <laughs> film is that it was a red box film <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Um, and, and, and it never, it never drives you in any emotional way, shape or form. Like you don't feel anything by the end of that, 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 that film, uh, in either instance. So Jaws 3. The only thing I feel is bad for Hunter. I feel bad for Travolto. I know he can do better. I know he can. We all know he can. It's going to take. We've set, we've, we've I know. proven on this show by pulling, pulling other things that he's done over his career that we know are better. I feel he's. Everything we said today is better than this. He even look who's talking three. <laughs> I feel it's gonna take at least him that was fun. Getting uh, into a situation in his career because here's the thing: he sees himself as an Oscar winner. Sure, that's what he sees. Ever since the boy in the plastic bubble. Yeah. So the problem with him is the adverse thing with Nick Cage. Like I said. His revitalization of his career is not going to come until he accepts what people accept him as, and then he can grow in his career. Okay. Because look at Nick Cage now, man. Right now he's listening to me like, fuck you. Oh, I just went Nick Cage. <laughs> well, both. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> hey, man, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Poor Travolta. Okay. So. Your wife's hot, though. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. You're welcome. Uh, you've heard from us. You've heard plenty from us today. But there's still a couple people that we need to hear from. Uh, first born person up on the uh, chopping block. <laughs> it's a segment in which we ask, what did Carly think? So, uh, Carly was actually excited to watch this movie with me, unfortunately. Really? Yeah. Um, Why? So- I she just thought it was gonna be funny. Oh, we we you you gotta ask her what she thinks the movie's gonna be about. Remember, we were gonna start doing that. Oh at the yeah, top yeah, end yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, gotta do that. All right, we'll do it for the next one. Okay, except for Hellboy because obviously she knows what Hellboy is. Yeah. Um, so uh, she was so into this mm-hmm. in like a, I hate this sense and like the the worst thing you can say to a person when a movie's on that really shows how they feel about it is when they get up and they say. I gotta go to the bathroom, but you don't have to pause it. (laughs) (laughs) She was in it for the first five minutes until he said, I can't talk long, I gotta poo. And she said, is this what it's gonna be like the whole time? And then, like, was out of it. (laughs) So, she was, she, she hated it. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, as soon as she was like, I gotta go to pee, but you don't have to pause. I was like, she fucking hates this movie. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Okay. Well, we've heard from you. We've heard from me. We've heard from Carly. There's still a whole group of people that we need to hear from. The most important people out there. The pertinent people? Fuck. (laughs) The most important people out there. The internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Gimme Five. Five and ten star reviews pulled from Amazon or INDB found by Tyler. I have no idea what they're going to say. I've never read them before. Here we go. Number one. Written by Holly Maul. 
September 22nd of 2019, titled Excellent Film. One of John Travolta's excellent performances. The people who gave this movie a low rating are the dumb people who does not understand autism. Zero out of five found this help. Okay. I think the people who didn't like this do understand. <laughs> uh, but that's what I mean. Like, maybe everybody's experience is different. I, I don't know. Uh, okay, so our next one is written by Narip. <laughs> that like the the stuff that you remove hair with <laughs> um uh narip uh, september 1st 2019 titled jt nail super tough roll justin timberlake <laughs> um the fact that i keep thinking about moose Feeling sadness and empathy for him is a testament to JT's performance as he shows the innocence in this man's eyes and heart while doing horrible things. Only a great actor can pull this off, and he does. He is chilling, scary, and heartbreaking at the same time. If Dustin Hoffman and Tom Hanks can get awards, so should Travolta. This is a super tough role to play, and he does an amazing job, very committed. No one was attacking the Billy Bob Thornton sling blade as a mentally challenged man, so I don't see why the fanatic should be criticized in any way. This movie make you feel seat at the edge of your seat. <laughs> make... This will make you feel your seat at the end of your seat. <laughs> this movie make you seat at the edge of your seat. Makes you think about social issues and definitely makes you feel sympathetic towards Moose. All due to great directing and super acting. There should be awards here. Yeah, Razzies. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen, yeah, sir. Yeah, this will be nominated. It's going to happen. He's going to win Worst Actor year, back-to-back years. Yeah, guys. You're going to see it at the edge of your seat wondering <laughs> if he got an award. <laughs> Uh, next one is by Renato underscore Ubno. Uh, back in November 5th, 2019, titled One of the Best Movies of the Last Decade. This film has a deep philosophy, and John Travolta's performance deserves an Oscar nomination. I cried in the cinema very deep. <laughs> two, two out of five found this review. Helpful. Could you imagine? crying over this crying over this then this guy's got some problems that he needs to discuss with a therapist i do try to kill a celebrity i feel for you moose <laughs> every day i talk in front of the mirror <laughs> i tried to kill a third-rate celebrity too <laughs> uh, you better of... watch your back justin long <laughs> None of the scenarios I practice in the shower are working. <laughs> I practiced writing this review 14 times. Uh, and the last one is by Mala Frizzle. That was Mrs. Frizzle's first name. Uh, back on the Magic School Bus on November 24th, 2019, titled, Can't Talk Too Long, I Gotta Poo. <laughs> it just says... You just can't have a bad time watching this movie. Three out of four found this review helpful. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's The Fanatic from 2019. If you enjoyed this film, go ahead and uh, 
give us a review. Rate, review, and subscribe. Hell yeah. And after you rate, review, and subscribe, make sure you look us up and on all the social medias at Bombs Away Show. That's for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, also, don't forget about February 29th. That's Leap Day, ladies and gentlemen. There's one extra day this year. Isn't that crazy? It's, I know. Uh, I got to wait one more day. One more day for your birthday, I know. But don't you think you should be putting off aging for now? <laughs> Which shouldn't we all? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, February 29th at the Frida Cinema, 7 p.m. Doors open at 6.30-ish, typically. Get your tickets <laughs> early for this one. Yeah, get I have your a tickets feeling. early. This one may sell out. I know we say that every single time, but um, we're showing Space Jam. God damn. Get into the plan. It's Space Jam. All right, all right. All In right. Japan. <laughs> uh, the Wayne Knight classic. Um, be there, be square. It's Jonathan's <laughs> birthday. Calling it the Wayne Knight classic. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Should have dunked the ball. Wayne Knight. We got Wayne Knight here. <laughs> See, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> um yeah, it's Jonathan's birthday, so it'll be a big birthday bash. Yay. Um, we're going to have some special guests, we think, and it's yep. just a crazy movie. Come and be sexy, it's just like Little Bunny. Pin Up Palmer. You can follow her at Pin Up Palmer. She'll be joining us on stage. Uh, I think we're going to grab some other comedians at the exact uh, same time. Uh, They'll be on the stage. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we got there. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, but yeah, so don't forget to follow. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to share. Find all of our t-shirts, tickets, and all of our other social medias if you want to do it this way through Linktree. That's linktr.ee slash bombsawayshow. We also have a website, bombsawayshow.com. Um, it currently will just take you to our feed for all of our episodes, but we are currently working on making that not do that. Hell yeah. So uh, It will. If you're listening to this. A year from it was put out. It's there. Let's hope. <laughs> and um, yeah, we've got a lot of exciting stuff for you here at Bombs Away uh, in the pipeline. We're we're working and testing out an idea of maybe a Patreon, uh, maybe some physical formats for some of your favorite episodes, like a made to order type situation. Also, if you are listening to this the day it came out on Monday, the eleventh, tenth, and eleventh. Oh, the tenth and the eleventh, mm-hmm. Tuesday, uh, Monday, Tuesday the 10th and the 11th at the Alamo Draft House in LA, we will have a booth. Um, we'll be trading tapes. We will be there to say hi. And it is for the VH Fest, VHS Festival. VHS-tival. VHS-tival. There you it go. It's hard to say. I know. Um, well, um, it, it rem- it's kind of easy for me because we had a WVHS and, and they had a VHS festival back in the day. Ah, yeah, WVHS festival. WVHS table. Nice. Yeah. I only re- remember Woodstock '98. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. <laughs> so yeah, um, we'll have a booth to also be signing the brand new book called "Stuck on VHS." Uh, yes, yeah. and you should follow Lunch Meet VHS at Lunch Meet VHS, uh, where th- th- they have plenty of. If you're a VHS fan like us, you need to be following this account because they have plenty of things for you to look at on there. Just eye candy when it comes to VHS collections yeah. and especially uh, at Stuck on VHS as well that's where the book is from and that's where you'll see plenty of stickers from old tapes the book is a pictorial history for the most part of stickers that they stuck on VHS tapes so it's it's real cool if you're a VHS head like us a tape head as they call it that's right um, 
you definitely are interested in that. So come out, see us, see that, uh, maybe see a showing while you're there. That's right. Video Violence will be there, screening at 10 o'clock in their uh, Video Vortex movie bar. And uh, before that, uh, at 7 o'clock, there'll be a documentary on the history of VHS, uh, which stars John Waters and Bill Hader. Yay, John Waters. Basically the same person, really, if you think about it. So, um, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Thank you guys so much. A lot of interesting, exciting stuff in the pipeline. But uh, keep listening, keep sharing, and uh, keep loving the show. Absolutely. Uh, That does it for us. I'm Tyler. I'm Jonathan. And I wish that Freddy Krueger would rip your head off and throw it into the street and a truck would crush it and everybody would watch it. Have a good one. No strawberry milkshake! been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.